and welcome back to Podcorn and a Movie. This is a podcast where we do different genres, subgenres, or themes, or whatever we really feel like doing. And this mini series that we're doing now is Murder Mystery slash Who Done It. In today's episode, we are doing the 1973 Murder Mystery Who Done It: The Last of Sheila. I'm here. I'm your host. With David Gio, <laughs> with my co-host Chase Lano and Stephen Dillard, that was we a great. Four, we have four people because it's Dave with Dave. Yeah, uh, Dave with uh, Dave. <laughs> no, I am here with Dave. No, I am here. here with, 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 uh, Dave. Yeah, I haven't done an intro in a minute. I think. Uh, yeah, I guess um, I realized too that I was like, oh, I think. I guess I haven't done one since. I saw the devil. If I did that one, oh my god! Yeah, you did. That was like you months ago. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Such a long um, time. Yeah, well, I so should, I, should... I don't know what we said at the end of last episode. If we, we said, said we were Clue. doing Clue next, um, yeah, we did. We all watched Clue. We gathered together for it, and like we didn't end up recording an episode. Um, and the night that we were supposed to record one, I just was like already going down. Uh, uh, I took Chase's lead from last week and was already going down kind of a murder mystery rabbit hole um, and watched a few great ones. But this one uh, just really, really stuck out to me to the point where I was like, we haven't done Clue yet and we're trying to do it in chronological order in terms of when they came out. This one came out a year after Sleuth and I wanted you guys to watch it to see if you thought it was worthy to slip in. Um between sleuth and clue and obviously we agreed that it is (laughs) yeah uh yeah i was really happy i was really excited just you know i i obviously i was excited for you to watch it too chase because we're all talking about it but i just know how much steve likes murder mysteries and um outside of suggestions i've never watched one before you as far as no no i've like suggested ones that i haven't seen but uh like sleuth you said but um right but yeah but no yeah this is your first yeah for sure so i was like excited just to show you one um and uh yeah it just kind of blew me away I, i liked it um it uh it helps with our spread as well for this this mini series that we're doing um because it also it's it's another one that's not based off of any pre-existing Agatha Christie or um, takes no real, um, I believe, I don't want to be wrong on this. I think Death on the Nile came out after this. Maybe the story is older. But, yeah, um, the story must be older. Yeah, the, but... sto- the story is probably certainly older. Um, but uh, this, the only comparable murder mystery to this movie would be Death on the Nile for me just because they both take place on a boat, and that's about it. That's about yeah. the only... That's about the only um, comparison I'll draw there. I thought this was a really, uh, really love, original, yeah. original take on a on a murder mystery, and definitely fits in with uh, with what we're going for. And uh, this one, uh, I also just like uh, it brought out some more common themes, and that's the theme to me of like uh, of just gamemanship. I saw a lot of similarities yes. with like just last with week. Sleuth, sleuth absolutely gave me a lot of um, gave me a lot of comparisons to Sleuth, and just. Then I started thinking. I'm like, well, and then there were none. We're gonna be covering. We're gonna be covering Clue. Uh, we're gonna be covering Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I'm like, man, a lot of these whodunits and murder mysteries have a common theme in that there's always somebody that like 
loves gamemanship or playing yeah. games um, or um the other major the other major theme like with that that um I'm realizing is kind of like a staple of who done it is just kind of a I'm trying to think if this fits as well with Sleuth. I think it does, but just kind of drudging up the past, like drudging up, yeah, or, or like, just, just no one's really... secrets are safe, you know. Like yeah. it's like it's really like uh, I don't know, like you're who you are, and you're stuck with that. Um, yeah, Sleuth. I guess they go into their characters a bit, but they don't really necessarily have secrets. I guess right. Um, Unless you're looking at it from like the inspector, um, Inspector King yeah, knows yeah. that. Yeah, he's gonna. Knows yeah. that uh, Lawrence Olivier has a secret, but um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I just this this movie was fascinating to me. So the reason I I watched this and Steve, you said we like talked about it back when um, Knives when, Out came out. Not- yeah. I must have just forgot it. Like I, I, you know, like I just because none of the titles that I remember reading, like because he had like lists that he was like inspired right. by, and this was a big one for him. But the next time that I heard about this was in the list that I read off last week. Right. Um, the lot. Yeah. The one and on. there was a few on there that I actually watched, but this this one um, just stuck out to me because. Um, because of Clue, actually, and I like we can talk about this. And I, I, we don't need to wait for Clue. But when I was reading the wiki for Clue, um, I read that the original conception was the director John Landis, who didn't direct Clue, but he the he's he a directed, director. Yeah, he directed. Uh, he produced it. And landed. In uh, Landon. In Landis. In Landon. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, he originally conceived of it by inviting Anthony Perkins, Stephen Sondheim, and another playwright to his house. And I didn't really find more evidence to this fact. um, Here you go, Chase. Here you go, Chase. That Wikipedia page, that that sentence. But strangely enough, like after I read that fact, because I was all ready to bust that out for Clue, I realized that when I was reading the description of this movie, this movie is without a doubt written by Stephen Sondheim and Anthony Perkins. And those are just two like Sondheim's like, you know, an incredibly famous musical writer and Anthony Anthony Perkins is a writer, but uh, actually no, this is, I believe the first screenplay either of them have written but he's just famous actor like you know yeah. we you know these norman bates known for norman bates yeah and so Absolutely. it's just like this most strange pairing of people to write like such a like spot on who done it and it has so uh, many elements that like combine but what oh, i yeah. read was that they were just known for throwing murder mystery parties like they would throw these very very elaborate parties for hollywood celebrities and elites and that's kind of where the plot of this movie comes from. Like someone because said, like absolutely. you should write a movie yeah. and that's what this movie is like. Um, so I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting no, it, background. It's funny. I was going to bring that up today because I, I saw that uh, on my recap before we started recording that Stephen Sondheim was heavily like he wrote this and I was like, holy shit, really? This is the second murder mystery that he kind of like, had his hands into, which I didn't think. Yeah. Like, he's the guy who wrote West Side Story, if you don't know. So, like, having, like, this well-known stage director do something for a movie, which, especially with, like, murder mysteries, like we said, we've been trying to find 
films that kind of relate to a stage performance. <laughs> and I think that's what really does this movie well, at least. Um, yeah, I agree. I also, I, I just, I have to bring up uh, Chase. You didn't, you didn't, I, I thought you were going to segue into the conversation we had. Uh, I was Chase going last, last to. Last night, the other night, I was freaking out because he's like, I have to know if anybody has ever done this before. Like, invited a bunch of people to a party and then somebody dies. And, and it's like, and I was like, well, I was like, I feel like if they did, we talked about it would that. Make, on, uh, it would make, yeah, it would make the greatest. And then there were uh, none yeah, it would make the greatest documentary. I feel like, like it's an actually, it'd be a murder mystery documentary. It'd be like, yeah, mystery, well, a true I, documentary. Um, that's what I was saying. On, and then they were done. It would be fascinating yeah. if we found out something like this happened in the seventies. So, like, yeah. so I guess it's a movie. Guess, it, you know? <laughs> but um, moving past that, uh, Chase. So at least we know that there is at least a uh, somebody who's thought about it. Oh, of course. Maybe one of these days. Maybe one of these days we'll get a crazy celebrity who invites everyone to his house and then actually does murder people. I well, mean, I would even argue. Not. I would argue but, uh, with that with that uh, statement. I would even say if anything like this would have ever happened, it would be similar to this plot of this movie yeah. where it's I, yeah, the game is not anything seems... to do with it, but someone would manipulate it into right. their own. Somebody's going to get their, cause of it, cause I mean, uh, ultimately it's, it's, uh, somebody gets their feelings hurt yeah. in this. And it's like, that's kind of, uh, I wouldn't say that's everything, but, um, that's big. I think it's a natural reaction in these, in these murder mysteries. Like Dave said, you kind of, uh, you're, uh, you're grudging up a lot of the past. Nobody's secret is safe. And I love that this movie really plays on their secrets. And not that every murder mystery doesn't, but this takes a new turn on like messing with people's secrets. Cause yeah. you're, you're now, now you're taking their most serious secret and you're like shuffling it and giving it to somebody else, which I thought was a really interesting part of the, of the game. We'll get into that. But uh, I wanted to bring up uh, one of my favorite new actors is Richard Benjamin, who is now in who's one of my favorite old new actors that I've yeah. discovered. Yeah, so, yeah. He's been in two movies I've watched this year, Westworld yeah. and um, the last Sheila, um, a, a big was, player in both movies. And I, I dude, I love him. I love yeah, him. He's great. I was really he's happy. Uh, Cause I didn't immediately. I was like, Damn, him? I, I was like, I just saw this guy and I had to look it up cause I couldn't put it together in my head. And then I was happy when I realized I was like, oh, great. They just watched Westworld, too. So, like, he's, yeah. like, familiar, yeah. he's like right. He's well, familiar in both of our heads. Well, like, so I was going to say, um, did you look through his filmography? Are there other movies of his that you have uh, that you, re you were I, like, oh, I feel okay, like I feel like I looked and maybe when he's a bit older, but I don't really recognize him as much. Um, but. So, no, yeah. actually, no. Because oh, like, like both of the like both quickly of those... looking through, I don't recognize um, Catch Twenty Two, I guess, but I haven't seen that in a while. Oddly enough, both Sheila and Westworld came out in nineteen seventy three. Huh. So you, so, you know what? I, I, and, and I love both of those movies. So I'm like, man, like uh, this guy was. I have a funny little a fact year. about that too. Uh, I just watched an interview this morning from him, and he was talking about the last Sheila, and he said a story how his. Uh, his producer, and I forget her name, uh, called him up and gave him the script. And he's like, oh, let me read it and I'll let you know. And she's like, no, I already told them you're doing it. And he's, she's forced into two, two movies that she just said, no, I already told them you're doing it, so you have to do it. And those were Westworld and <laughs> The Last Sheila. 
So he well, didn't it's, choose it's those. Funny. He was just forced his, to do those. You look at his IMDb top four, and both of both of those. Yeah, that's half of four. it. So it may, maybe this. It does seem like maybe these were two of his best movies, the ones yeah. that we've watched. Um, yeah. He definitely still reminds me of Adam Scott too. Adam, that's what I said Scott, to you when yeah, I saw Westworld. Yeah. That's like all I could think it was, of, and it was, this Adam, one was like, huh, very Adam, Adam Scott, Scott vibes. And, Adam Scott and Christian Bale. Yeah, because um, yeah. <laughs> uh, who knew that Josh Brolin's father was Christian Bale? Christian Bale, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Uh, his his and will nerd. to to be like it, uh, just the method act. Yeah, his, yeah, it's crazy. He's the only living time traveler as well. Like yeah. Christian Bale is the only living time traveler. So I kind of um, just want to ask, like, uh, we all just watch this, so we don't like oh, yeah, to so go we through should... the first time. But I do want to go through, like, what was your thought process, like, going into it? Like, did – did um I, I think the biggest twist for me in this movie, uh, like, because the ending – the ending at that point, you're like, all right, here comes, like, more twists, but – the biggest twist for me was really the, uh, the ending. Well, no, I was gonna say the um, James Corburn, who's Clinton's death, like because oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, I really that, did. Okay. He did have yeah. this this uh, this like mastermind. Mind. Like, well, like, you think he's the yeah? So I kind of expected him to be in the final act as yeah. well. Like I was not ex- and I a, a, a weird theme that uh, will pop up again, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think of how many times it might pop up, but that's in murder mysteries is a fake death. Like, so like our first two movies have 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 had fake deaths. So as well like, as the next one we're going to cover. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like, did you think <laughs> that it was a fake out at any point? Cause well, I was kind of convinced so it was Chase, until they were first? like, yeah. no, he's definitely dead. <laughs> so Steve and I both, when we were watching it, we were kind of questioning if there was going to be any deaths, period. Because, yeah. like, going through the movie, like, we were both completely, like, I had no idea what we were watching. I didn't even know it was a murder mystery. When they started playing uh-huh. the game, I was, I remember I was like, this is an awesome concept. Like, yes. I would love yeah. to do this. Like, if I had a rich friend <laughs> that would do this. Yeah. He'd love to do this. I would love yeah, to do this. And then <laughs> it started. And then when Quentin died, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. This seems like. And it's no, like, it they, no, it's when no, they it's realized. When they put the cards out. And Chase is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's when you saw Little yeah, Child Molester. And I was like, no, nah, I don't yeah. want to do this yeah. anymore. This oh, is- <laughs> I, I wanted to ask. And also, it was like, I was almost hesitant to A, give this movie such a high rating. And yeah. B, Me be like, should we cover this? Because it's like that plot is very uncomfortable and you're sitting with that uncomfortableness when um when philip james mason uh is kind of like i hesitate to say it the hero of the story and it's so so it's hard to sit with the fact that like you're rooting for this guy to figure it out and you're like well he was the child molester if i'm not mistaken they say in the movie that he just made one too many jokes they never really confirm he ever they said that they said that they said that in lieu that he was the child molester go like because the uh what's his name yeah maybe you would have made like yeah you would have laughed it off this guy over here makes way too many uh way too many children so so okay i didn't know if that was like because they say it's this is an i know they say it's an extreme version of what they are because they say like shoplifter she stole one jacket or homosexual he had one affair with like yeah 
Like it's well, like it's a also like Passover. Um, it's we're also dealing with a, a uh, and then they were none yeah. situation of like hmm, one of these things is not like the other. Like and then they were none. Like what they kill twenty two people or whatever. And yes, then, like everyone else murdered <laughs> one. Yeah, they're like this one is like shoplifter, <laughs> child molester. But this was it's it's not like in this movie people aren't being persecuted for their crime like this is a game that has been set up with gossip about each of them the and so gossip they were not trying to find like, yeah. yeah they're all being put to death for their crimes which it which just I does think- make it uncomfortable that like how much everyone seems so when they do lay their cards down on the table at the end of the movie everyone seems so nonplussed about everyone's individual things specifically like this guy is a child molester and no one's talking about it. Like no one's like, what? Like, yeah, nobody. I, I honestly think, um, that this is Anthony Perkins and Steven Sondheim who are very in the world. Like they, they know the world. Well, the world of Hollywood. Yeah. I think this is them just writing an extremely dark movie about the people that they're around. And they're not, they're not flinching at the thought of because I'm That's sure, like they know people that fit all of these categories. Dave, you just took this podcast to a, to a to a dark um, turn right there. But I, I really do, and I and gonna, I think they're, like, they're coming for us now, Dave. They're gonna shut us down. Yeah, but I, I really do think that that was like it, like especially like at that time, like people probably weren't as like you I, know. I get no I I'm get wondering too I don't know if you put this together uh Steve like it's because it's been a while since I had seen this movie but I was like who is this guy that sounds uh so much like um Michael York like James Mason is is the guy in this movie but he's um the professor in Lolita like so, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah I wonder yeah, if no. the, that was a bit of stunt casting. I guess cast you know him. what's weird. Um, Whole, you know what? Oh my gosh, I feel dumb. I I feel dumb because I did make that connection. However, uh, I did not make the connection of what Lolita is actually about, which is crazy because I know what Lolita is about. But I was like, oh, I've seen. All I did was when I saw him in my mind, I went, oh, he's from Lolita. But I was he like, oh such wait, a, such a voice. He was like, yeah, I so put he does this a voice together. Put these um, cigarettes down. But, uh, okay, so my first uh, interpretation of the movie, um, so I was kind of, yeah, same thing with Chase. And Chase and I were verbal about it as we were watching it. But, yeah. like, trying to figure it out. And Chase and I were right on a couple things, uh, which I'm very proud of us for one minute detail. That, that we were driving. That was both driving of us, us crazy. Yes. That alcoholic. And it's that alcoholic. Yes. And it drove I, I thought Chase it was, and I crazy. I thought it was like, a fuck up. I'm glad I yeah. didn't. I was very close to looking it up. I'm glad I was we like, didn't. Is this a fuck uh, yeah, up? We like, didn't. But we're we like, were so proud at the so end when they're like, "Oh no, you had the alcoholic heart." We're like, heart. "Got it." There it is. There it is. Because yes. I was like, I was because because Chase kept saying. Where's the other card? And I was like, Yeah, you're right. There's an alcoholic. And I was like, Is there seven cards? And I was like, That would I was like, that wouldn't make sense if Quentin gave himself a card. But I was like, I don't remember him giving Clinton. himself a card. Or Clinton. Yeah, Quentin. Quentin. Sorry, did I said yeah, Clinton. You said Clinton. Clinton. It's Quentin. No, 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 you said Quentin. It's Clinton. I Clinton. Um, sorry, Clinton did not give himself a card. Or at least yeah. I, I didn't I remembered that vividly. I was like, he didn't grab himself a card, or else I feel like the camera would have showed us that so anyway yeah. Ch- chase and i did pick up on that do you guys right. remember the ones um, they did show us 
like very yes, early on. They only yes, showed us they only three. Showed, it was yeah. alcoholic not, is definitely one yes, of them one. though. They, they did not show. They showed. They did not show. Or home, no, homosexual. Or that was the girl, though. They've at the beginning. Yes. The, at the beginning of the game, they only show us like two or three. Yeah. Then they slowly reveal the other ones. Like the girl shows us the homosexual. You see in the bathroom. You see the hit and run card. But the first two or three that are revealed is like ex ex uh, convict, uh, alcoholic, and I think one other shoplifter one. maybe shoplifter. Or, I, I think, think or something it was. because like the shoplifter. I feel like we already know. Yes, we already know because I feel like as soon as you see the shoplifter card, shortly after Quint, uh, Clinton says. Uh, Tonight, we look for the shoplifter. And it's like, oh, and I think that's so we can kind of get used to this game or like yeah. try to figure out this game. But anyway, my first interpretation of the movie was uh, brilliant, um, a little jealous, jealous, jealous. Jeez, I can't talk today. Jealous <laughs> that uh, that Dave found it before I did. I said, this one I've never, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a I, I was just like, I was like, this movie, you get excited during it, like even the – yeah, like when they're playing the game, like Chase was like, "This is fun." Like, and, yeah. So uh, I, I was know, too. I was like, "This I is." I don't a- know what your guys' thought process was, well, but I looked at the time when they got to the monastery island place, and I looked at the time, and I was like, "Huh, like something big is gonna have to happen because there's six of them, right?" Yes. And this is only game two and there's only an hour left. So I was like, they're not about to fly through a bunch of games. Like, cause no, no. Yeah. That's the same thing. I thought I was like, they're not going to island by island or whatever. Exactly. But I was excited to see all the games, but. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, what reminded me of sleuth so much was just that scene where the first time, um, our main character or one of our main characters, Tom finds the, the room with Clinton in it uh-huh. with the TV and he's all hiding stolen it just stuff. gave me to- yeah all the stolen like uh yeah all the stolen goods um I love also the little uh uh Sh- Chanel number five and he goes yeah, ah, number yeah. clever 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 <laughs> Chanel number five um and they were in what it was a French theme at that point right for some reason right out there out there there, there the perfume oh. was a it's, I don't know why. Oh, it's because oh, they had it, Chanel number five. They wanted to cut to channel number five, and then they would go. To yeah, channel but but number why? Five, no, so. no, I know, but there. I feel like there was another reason why the bottle of perfume was uh, what was like the clue or the hint. They thought that it would have been a hint of saying it was a female, but it was it, yeah, the oh, real yeah, thing the, was it was channel number five. So it was a no, yeah, area. yeah, I get. I get that. I just forgot why they what led them to the perfume in the first place. He told they them were he's like, like, was like mannequin looking. was holding the perfume. Right. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. So I don't know why he like I I, I thought there was like a because he said remember like the whole he had point, a visual like there was like there, the, look, well, there was like a solid minute of him being like perfume perfume yeah like I forgot like how he yeah. got there. Um, I think, how did he get there? Well, Do you remember how he got to like? Because he's like going I, well, through in his head, saying he was it out doing loud. like a process of elimination. He's like, no, yeah. like he that's knows, not what this means. Like, well, I think it's it's hard because Tom was the first person to go into that room. I bet you Clinton was kind of like seeing if it, he made it a little too hard. So that's why he was there, kind of like coaching. I also like the, to try to find the hint. Wait, okay, so I like the, the whole, mess up too. By the way, where it's like uh, 
somebody comes in while Tom's leaving and he's like, get out of here. Go, 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 yes, go, yeah, go yeah, play yeah, some yeah, pinball. I, yeah. I, I love the, that that happens because I, I realistically in this situation, you probably do have two players that are going to show up at like the same time yes. or at least like one right behind the other, or one's going to be leaving. One's going to be coming in. Um, so I do like that. I just appreciated that little nugget of like, uh, it made me believe this more. And, I also, and brought I also me into think it. it adds to this movie, like, um, and sometimes a movie can be like, it can be overdone. I'd be interested to watch this a second time to see how I feel the second time. But this movie almost has like a perfect or this like the murder mystery has a perfect setup of like there's literally nothing that seems accidental by the end. Like every little bit of information this movie gives you seems like very important by the very end. And I think that like even like showing that Clinton's just like really concerned about the game and he just wants it all to be like perfect fits in really well with like how he dies even like, you know, like all of that stuff, like that setup of like, he's like, is this working or like, yeah. And that like fed into like the characters not even being, I don't know. I feel like that's what I love about having. And you know, this is the big spoiler of the episode, but like having Tom being the end guy, the actual guy who's the murderer, because they even like, what I love about this movie is they play fair the whole movie. They give you every information. You just have to really pay attention. Yeah. Some murder mysteries kind of hide information from you. And of course, yeah. there's a few this month we will talk about that do that. But like this movie gives you everything. Sometimes you'll get a dose ex machina almost kind where it's of. like some big, sometimes in murder mystery, something big is revealed at the end that's kind of like, well, shit, had I known that, yes. then I guess it would have given away the which, entire yeah. story. The one- which I like that this movie doesn't, like, I'm agreeing with both of you. I like that this movie doesn't do that. Well, it the closest does thing give that you, does that is, well, is the, the is hit the and run. Is the, well, is the, the H and the A. Yes. If, but I think that, yeah. that, I think that you're still putting it together before that point. Like, I mean, at least you and I kind of had it figured out during that process oh, yeah. we're like yeah. oh 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 and i'm sure dave did too yeah it's like well, it's, it's almost an oh yeah moment or a light bulb moment where you're like oh well like it's, it's i i like it because it's um the, it's giving it's giving the uh the audience the viewers a, a clue that no one in the movie actually has yes yes um because no yeah. one like Dramat- even though Dramatic irony, if you will. Yes, yeah. You know something it, the rest of them don't. Yeah, and it and it works on so many levels, but it works because like we're curious the whole time. Like, like once they all reveal their cards, you're like, wait a second, there was an alcoholic card, and you're trying to think like it was, like the alcoholic card seems to fit the best with, um, Lee. what's her name, Lee, Lee, and but we know she's the hit and run. So it's like, doesn't really make sense that there's two different cards that are so similar, but Philip is the only one that actually puts together the Sheila thing, which I assume as a viewer, like I didn't put the Sheila thing together. I did not either. I did not. Yeah, either. until not it's until laid out. End. Until it's yeah, laid out. When it's laid the, out to you, like, that's you like can the, maybe oh, jump. Moment. You can jump to it like twenty seconds before it's fully right. explained. Like, that's why I was like, yeah, like Chase and I feel like started to. We're like, oh, oh, wait, wait. It's it, that makes sense. Uh, yes, but, 
I think as soon as he was laying the cards out, it was when I was like, boom, like he switched the alcohol. Somebody the switched the run. card. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. But um, uh, I don't know. I just think it was like, and even the stuff of like, there's a lot of flashbacks um, at the end when everything, when all the expositions I, kinda, I like those, by the way. I don't Sometimes know why. Sometimes those they, can feel really spoon fed, yeah. but they didn't. It was kind of like the movie rubbing it in your face being like, we showed you this earlier. Like, this isn't like yeah. an extended were scene. A, were you paying or attention? Yeah. Were you paying attention? Like, the, the ice pick thing I thought was really good. Like, they I did showed yeah. us yeah. him literally, literally walking away with the ice pick. And I'm like, they showed that earlier. Like, that was like so good that it was like right under our noses well, the whole time. And there's that um, scene where he, he pretty much mimics his voice clinton's yes, voice which yes. even steve and i we it went over our head because exactly steve and i we were like what was that laugh that was a weird laugh and that like, was oh, yes. I, I made a comment immediately i was did. like i was like I, I mimicked it i was like uh-huh, uh-huh. i was like yeah. what was that laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but and, yeah, there's right, also right in front there's of also a uh, line in the movie where they're talking about and it's during that scene She's talking about, I'm hoping they make this movie because everything that they've, uh, Tom and Clinton have been working on has been flops. And I yeah. feel like it's interesting to see that oh. the only person that kind of understands the way Clinton works is Tom. So inter- flipping everything is amazing. I feel like, boys, uh, I um, we got ahead of ourselves, and we should probably uh, start for our listeners just what happens in the very yeah, beginning of the movie because we kind of blew right past yes. that. Yeah. Um, so to begin this movie off, uh, Sheila, <laughs> uh, I just realized that I was like, man, we are we're really pumped. I love this episode, but I was like, we haven't even talked about like the setup or how they got on the boat in the first place, but. Um, uh yeah, uh Dave, you're you've seen this movie, uh, or you're you're you're. Um, so one thing about, I yeah. am curious about. So this movie starts off at like a big Hollywood party, and the thing mm-hmm. I'm curious is if you see anyone besides Clinton and Sheila at that party. Do you yes. see her cast there? You see, yes, you yes. See- you do you see you. We definitely saw Tom. You see him in like passing. Okay. Like you do see Tom and uh, what's her name? The uh, brunette. Crash, uh, oh. The Burnett is April, but you wouldn't uh, have the seen one April. That, Wait, no, the, who you see is it? Raquel Welch. The uh, the uh, the starlet. The starlet. The girl that uh, has the homosexual card. She's like, what's her name? Oh, Lee. What is her That's name? Lee. Lee. So yes. Lee, I believe we see Lee Tom's and Possum. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you see uh, and you see Tom, uh, in passing. Okay. But I don't know if you see the entire cast. Well, but you, um, you I also do... see it's it's also like through a window, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so also right. like I I I watch this movie just to watch it, yeah. not intending to do an episode on this. So it was like it's tough for me. Like I didn't write any notes down. Yeah, um, I got you. But but uh, so it starts you at a see party. Clinton and Sheila through a window arguing, and then Sheila storms away, and then she's walking down the road and um we just see a POV of a car driving very sporadically or erratically down a road and uh, it strikes Sheila. The person stops, looks at the body. Opens you don't see the, the person door. at all. Yeah, you, only see the, you only see like the, yeah, you just see the door open, right? And then and they drive like, away uh, yeah. and then it just cuts right to um, the, the credits. Right? Yeah. Clinton on the boat 
Yeah, maybe up, the opening title. Yeah. He's typing up invites to all invites. these people, and then it shows the entire cast of characters are six um, guests. Guests. Yeah. Can, yeah. Players, friends. whatever you want to call they're them. They're mainly friends. all friends yeah. together going I like, on. I like boat, calling them. I like calling them players ever since I watched Clue and I watched a recap and he's, and they're like, if you can, they're like, it's, it's fun. Or they're like, it's, it's wise to refer to, uh, characters in a, uh, murder mystery as players. Yeah. Because Clue was like the original, oh. like, and it's, I don't know. So they're, they're, like, they're the players interesting and we're the playmakers. I love that. I love that. No, stop love it, it, Chase. Stop. I'm not it. saying it like that. Um, it was interesting because there actually is like the players. The lingo, I get it yeah. because it's like the original Separate. murder mystery. Yes, um, one of the but, original murder mysteries was Clue, the board game. So it's like, and yeah, they were Cluedo. pieces on a board. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, our players. Go ahead, uh, Dave. But anyway, so yes, and then we're introduced to each and every one of them getting their invite to the game, and. Um, they, of course, are all looking at this as an opportunity because, like, this movie is filled with, like, shitty people. Like, of course. They, they're, not really the in, they're not really interested in the fact that they're going on a week-long vacation to play a bunch of elaborate games on Clinton's yacht. They're interested in the fact that Clinton is a big movie producer and they all want something from him. I don't think it's Absolutely. revealed no. until they're on the boat that yeah. he's making a movie about Sheila. Sheila, yep. They all know that, like, they can get something out of him if they just play along with his games. And then when they realize he's making a movie about Sheila, they're all like, "Oh yeah, like we'll do We're whatever down. it takes." Yeah, I want to be a part of that. Um, and then he um, explains that he has made a game that he wants to make as a movie, but he wants to play it out first. Yeah. Well, no, I think I don't think the game is what he wants to make into a movie. He wants to make the story of Sheila. But then he made a game out of it. That's the that's the part I got confused on is. Well, he just he's just making a game that's called The Last of Sheila. Like, that's I think what he's known for is playing like he throws these parties with elaborate games. Okay, okay. Um, Then that would make sense. Yeah, but the movie itself, I think, is just supposed to be based on Sheila and her life. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so that's, like, the setup, the premise, and each person at this party is given a card, which is, it's... Which has a... Has I've, the game I've wrote down The Last everything. of Sheila? Or... No, it's, or is it called like feel, Sheila's gossip or something? It's uh, yeah, I, I, I know he, he mentions a, at one point that Sheila, like, like everyone knew, like Sheila always knew gossip about everyone or something yeah. like that. Right. I mean, I I, I, I know I, I know think it is the wanna, gossip of Sheila because isn't all of this stuff that Sheila told Quentin about? I imagine that yes, they told Quentin about this, so. Um, I have all of what everyone got in the game. So Tom got the alcoholic card. Phil got the shoplifter card. April got the homosexual card. Lee got the ex-con card. Christine got the little child molester card. And Anthony got the informant card for the game. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, I thought Anthony had the shoplifter card. No. And I, no. I I watched a video today that made me so confused because of when she said she's yeah. the real shoplifter. So That's she doesn't she want to play the game because yeah, she's sense. uncomfortable. 
Yeah, that no, it sense, shows it's that's the yeah, only right. one that like they actually complete. Well, I mean, no, because sh- some of them complete it, but it shows Philip on the TV screen yeah, sh- once everyone figures out that he's the shop. He the has only, the shop. The only thing card. that got me confused, the reason why he said that, Dave, is uh, when we were in the mo- after the movie, I was like, but I'm confused because in the beginning, was it confirmed that she knew he had the shoplifting card? And like, it got really confusing for, I got lost of what people had what. But yeah. Yeah, no, no was- I, the only... I think the only thing the I think the like thing that like throws you off at the beginning is Alice Raquel Welch's character realizes Oh Alice there's some truth to this. As soon as you find out like she she doesn't know there's a shoplifting card out there, but then when she finds out that there is a shoplifting card, she immediately is like, Oh no, like I don't want to I'm play. a shoplifter. Yeah. So like she like kind of like retracts from it. I, I want to know, did you guys, um, when you see the conversation and she ho- holds out the homosexual card to a, a stranger? That's like, Tom. Yeah, but did you? We don't know that at the time. Did, uh, who did you? Because uh, immediately I, I narrowed it down to either Tom or Lee. I will because say, it, yeah. I, said, I think just because of placement of characters, who has what card, everything. But I, I did think, I'm like, it has to be Lee or Tom. I don't remember why I thought that. Um, I did say to Steve, and Steve, you can say I did this. I did say at one point, and I don't know if it was before this or after this. I did say I think Tom is a huge role in this due to the fact that he is the only person I know from this whole entire cast, and he was already a big Chase, character Chase from another a, movie. Chase has a weird theory. That's not how you worded it. You were you were but more I tr- right. Than, yeah, you were. You were. That doesn't make sense though. Because I'm, so, like, I'm defending. I'm defending Chase real thank quick. Thank you. Thank you. His theory may be correct. Um, at least through Chase's eyes, uh, his theory yeah, was... Yeah, but that's correct. just like said, through, like, I don't know. No, 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 no. This is the way he worded it. The way he worded it was, the way he worded it, yeah. But basically, the way he worded it was, um, he's the he's the... He's the only person in the cast I don't recognize, so he has I to be do the killer. That I, only, that I do recognize. Yes. The, only, the only character in the movie that I recognize. So I feel like he has to be the killer. And so far, when I've done this, I've been right, and he was fucking right. What so does that mean, like, though? Like, what is that? I, like, when, when else I'm just saying, he knows one actor. It, it ends it's up, a murder yeah. mystery. Yeah, but what else have you done that? I uh, I, I in, gave uh, examples last night. I don't remember what I said. What was it? Uh, it wasn't last night. It was two nights or ago. two so nights ago. Harder, so it's gonna be hard to remember this now. Um. Oh, I have a fuck. I have a twenty four hour memory memory span like a goldfish. Uh, I want to say that oh, well, uh, there's spoilers because there's some that I've mentioned like movies in this movie. It's it's it gives I away the seen. characters, yeah, that, or the people who have listened to this episode. Oh, like, I don't want to say. It was funny yeah. that they said that. Well, no, if you just said the movie to me, I would immediately be going through the cast list and be like, "Who would Chase recognize?" You don't have to say what the what, movie what, or what's who the, the person is. Is it? Is it? That's one hundred yeah. percent. Okay. I guess that I was like, okay, right. I'm hundred well, percent. Like, well, yeah. Why you didn't want it? That's why I didn't want to say it. Why? Why do you think I didn't want to say it, Dave? Yeah. Um, but that's that's definitely like one that I watched with Chase this year that he called that on, and that's then it actually funny. happened. When I was like, and I doubted it. I was like, no, it's. 
He's not going to be the, the – and then he was. So he was. Yeah, you wanted it, Dave. Now – I didn't realize it was going to be a movie I hadn't seen too. Um, but I I was not in that boat just because I recognized I think three or I guess four of the cast members. I know who Raquel Welsh is, but I don't even know if I've seen a single movie with her. I mostly know her from Seinfeld. But um, Richard Burton is Tom. Like we yeah. we all know him. James Mason, I just, like, his role in Lolita is such a, like, lead performance. I just yeah. remember him. And he yeah, gives me same. he gives me just creep vibes throughout the entire thing. But he's also in other movies I've seen. He's in North by Northwest. Um, and then the big one for me that I was really excited about, which is definitely the red herring of the movie of, like, he seems to be, like, the bad boy that you want to point your finger towards is Ian McShane, who is the anthem. You, you, yeah, you guys know from John Wick, but I just like Deadwood is one of my favorite HBO shows, and he's one of the greatest characters of all times. But he's, you know, like John Wick's like handler or whatever you want to call him. Um, Dude, that's so crazy that that's like, I don't think. Because uh, I love Ian McShane, by the way, and then I know exactly. I recognize him as well, but it's definitely the youngest I've ever seen Ian McShane. I don't Same. think I've I ever seen. An, uh, I mean, there's certain an, actors a younger, that are just like Morgan Freeman that they only exist past a certain age. Yes, and, and Ian McShane's one of them. Yeah, you have a hard time being like, wait, they existed before like they were fifty to sixty years old. I just had this conversation, Dave, yesterday with somebody about. Uh, you might appreciate this one, Harvey Car- Harvey Keitel. I was like, it, hasn't Harvey Keitel always been old? Or like, I, I mean, old? I, like, I guess Mean Streets is like, yeah, he kind of so looks I, like I, yeah, younger. His, but one of his first movies that I've, or earliest movies I've ever seen him in is uh, Who's That Knocking at My Door? And that's like, I think Scorsese's first movie ever. Um, so I thought, gonna like, say, I thought you were going to say Mean Streets, but I was like, I feel like he's still kind of. Well, he's still youngish in that. Like, if you, if yeah. you think of Mean Streets is like, you know, 73 or whatever, like how funny is it this year that the year we're on, but like 20, <laughs> 20 years ahead. Like, and then you yeah. have like Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, whatever, Harvey Keitel. I think Dogs. that's just like, I but think that's, that's just who like I my, think of in my mind. That is Harvey Keitel. Is that yeah, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. 90s Harvey um, Keitel. Yeah. But he's a big seventies actor, but, um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the so the game though is is basically they're giving these cards at random, and then they have to um, they're giving clues to um, discover who who owns each card. But um, I think the first say, game seems so much more exciting than the second game. Like, what is the second game? You're just following. Well, you have to music? find you have to find his voice. So he's actually singing, but everywhere around he put like. Devices. I thought it was just—I thought it was just recordings of his voice. So it it's is. like you oh, just oh. have to decipher what the non-recording is. But is it not all his voice? They're no, different I think, chants. I think that it's either they're not all his voice. But the thing is, he—they just have to find him, and he's like the whole point is he's mm. dressed up as Alice, right? So yeah, as a, they yes. have to find the right voice to follow. But they only have thirty minutes in that whole entire thing until the game's closed. Yeah. So, um, or until Alice finds him. Finds him. Like if she finds like if she finds him first, the game is closed. closed. Yeah. I also like that little that little um 
back treading before the uh, the second game. I like how the first game concludes as he said it would, but he's like, if everybody else gets to the uh, to the room before you, the game is over or whatever. And so he goes to the doorknob, and instead of you know, it's saying do not disturb, it says game it over. Game over. The game yeah. Is over. Yeah. yeah, the game is over. Which, yeah, we which one, of the, one of the rules yeah, is like, if if the person who owns the card figures the game out that automatically ends the game before the time limit is yes. up. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Um and yeah, Chase and I had a had a guess. I was like I, I feel like the movie's going to end on on that title card, on a title card that says the game is over, but it didn't happen. Uh, I was like, did it? I didn't, didn't come. No, it no. didn't come into fruition. No, it did. No, because if you remember how the we're not there yet, let's not get there, but the ending is very uh I love the end. I like. I, I, I actually really enjoy it. Satisfying. I don't. Yes. I don't want to get there yet because we're not there yet. But uh, yeah, and I also like. Is- I have my opinions on like again them like emphasizing on the skeeviness of Hollywood. But um, yeah, but I guess dude, it's just, I guess uh, um, I I had one question for you guys, or I have several questions. I have, okay. I have many questions for you guys. Uh, is did you think, um. Or I definitely thought this at the beginning, but just at the end, knowing everything you know, was Clinton planning on killing Lee? No. No, it was just like a legitimate game to expose. Well, because well, remember, remember, no, when, she was uh, her. She was, she alcoholic was only card. alcoholic. She, it, no one knew she was a hit and run except so Lee, Lee didn't and even know, Tom. or well, I mean, Clinton rem- didn't know. No, only Tom knew. The- Okay. And then she's knocking at the door, and she's like crying, and she's like, "Stop the, stop the yes. game." Yeah, um, hmm. he's not, he's not like you're right. Like, yeah, he's not, saying, he's not saying like, "I'll kill you later, go away." Like he's like, yes. he's like, "Stop, stop, stop!" Like I have to finish the game. Stop it, go away. Um, yes. So yeah, like I don't think so, Dave. I think that you're mm, right. I don't know why I even asked that because during the flashback, you realize he's not even the guy in charge good. of all that. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. Um, I, which, the other thing I want to is ask. so masterfully crafted. Um, yeah, that's that that murder that first well, again, murder. They show it so to you. They show you a dead person. They show you everything. Yeah, dude. they show yeah. they. Because Chase was Chase was Chase was certain at this point I was not that there was two killers, Which, and then I was like, yeah. oh, maybe there is. And then in that scene, it does appear as if there is because you have the hooded figure who doesn't know what's going on at the point, and then you have somebody in the box with Clinton, and they both don't know that the other person is, is there in there, yeah, at the same time, yeah, which is great. Uh, I loved it. And it's again, it's the inconvenience of this game working in a real life scenario. Mm. It, it It's like you you would run into problems like this of like somebody like, hey, stop the game. And then somebody else is coming. And then you're like, hey, well, stop. I got it. And then somebody's in the booth with them. And well, then somebody else is coming. Before, it's the, like, before the murder, we're already skipping over one other big thing. And it was the attempted murder of, of, the, of uh, Alice. Of, of Alice on, in, the, in on, the, the, on the raft with the propellers. Yes, yeah, which, um, which yeah. was which was an attempted murder by Philip by Philip because to kill he, not to kill, Alice but to kill Clinton no, right to kill Alice because he was the one that covered up Alice's uh, shoplifting and he was afraid that the only person who knew would have been her yeah so and it's they weird. were both in the a... water so he oh, just I was thought, like I thought he also just wanted Clinton dead. Did I miss that? Well, it, it I had to like I said I had to go back and re-listen to that whole like end thing a couple of times 
Um, he says that because he helped her, he didn't want anyone else to get out. So he knew that both of them were in the water at the time. That's why he turned on the propeller, hoping at least one I or two of them would I thought it was to die. kill Quentin, yeah, because it doesn't seem like... He definitely did say he did wanted kill to kill you kill someone Alice to cover too. up shoplifting? That seems like a little bit much. She was well, already arrested for it. But she would have she would have said that it was Philip that got her out of it, which makes Philip bad for two reasons, being a cover-up and being a little child molester. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He never, he I, never I went through I feel like I got to rewatch it, that. So. Um, I, I swear he said something about, like, I would have been fine if Clinton died. I mean, if you want, I could just pull up that scene. Yeah, well, I don't um, want you to have to watch it while we're doing this, but um, uh, I. Either way, we have attempted murder. Um, yes, before the second game, which is um, which is it does make it there was, in terms of who we're looking at, you're assuming the person that tried to kill the first time was the person that tried to kill the second time, when in fact is, there is there's, three there's, different there's, components going on, like. Philip tried to kill someone. Lee thought she killed someone, and Tom actually killed someone. Like, so it's just yeah. So it's real. There's this movie is layered. People. Yeah, well, like, Tom yeah. killed two people. He yes, killed Lee. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm talking. Well, like, Tom. I'm, I'm Tom talking about killed like when when they're going through three. all of the deaths. What do you mean he killed three? Who did didn't he? Tom kill? No, wasn't Tom the alcoholic? No, he got the no, alcoholic no. card, but he but knew he she Lee, was an alcoholic. Right, yeah, he, no, uh, Lee, Lee did do the hit and run. Yeah, she did yeah, the real Lee hit, did, run. Did the hit run. Right, yeah. then he made, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, well, so, well, technically, I'm, I'm Lee and Tom both killed people. Well, yeah, so so I guess that that does make their two killers, kind That's of. What I'm well, yeah. kind of. Well, if you, if you look at the, the beginning as... As a, a murder, murder, but it's not a uh, murder. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's manslaughter. It's manslaughter. manslaughter. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, she so technically does try to murder Clinton, even though he's already yes. dead. So and she, as far as she knows, she did she kill was him. Successful. So um, yeah, she yeah. definitely like overkilled him too. Like she made sure he, he was, was dead. dead. I yeah, mean, with well, the with the rock. Was, that was her yeah. setting up her own thing, but um. I do like the line that uh, someone says, uh, I think it's Phil says to Tom when he's doing the end, and he's like, what makes you the best detective? It's the person who actually did the crime. Just explains the whole situation. Yes, I like that but too. But still in yeah. control. Because you do have ultimate control over the crime because you're the one that did it. Like, you witnessed you can, it all. You you can like yeah. be like that cool, like, what if it was you who threw the rock? Yes, but I, I do... And I do like the misdirection of, like, when he's first laying it all out, he acts so surprised when Lee confesses. But that's exactly what he wanted. Like um, He wants to make it look like it was her. That was the whole point of yes. the whole write-up is to be like, what motive is strong enough to murder? And Clinton? also, like, another funny thing, like, that you're not picking up on at the time because, well, you're not even given the chance to is that – once you realize Tom orchestrated it, you're like, well, that seems a little fishy that he would assume Lee would attack. But Tom Clinton. was a writer. Tom but, was, but no, Tom no, no, was he wasn't writer, assuming too. that. They also say Philip says this to him. He's like, you used an ice pick, the the weapon of a, a female, yeah. which is weird. I've always heard like poison is the weapon of a woman, but like, where is that precedent that it, it must be? 
historically factual than an ice pick because uh, I'm like basic instinct hasn't coming out yet. Like, I, I, that's true. Yeah. I think it's a it's it's just a uh, it's a daintier knife okay. than to be for a for a for that's a I think it's just a uh, it's a chauvinistic. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, that's a woman's, that's a woman's housewives are just alcoholics and that's the sharpest thing (laughs) they spend their time around. Like, yeah. Uh, but but I thought, I thought that was interesting, um, that he, his initial plan was not any of the, any of the things that happened. Those are actually just convenient for him. He just wanted to stab him with the ice pick and leave. But the people figuring out, like the clues right behind him is what led to him having to be like a ventriloquist for a dead body. Um, Dude, which again, it's just crazy that they show us the show scene. You. They show you. Yeah. When you look back on the scenes, they're weird. His but eyes you, are just wait, like, did you not, did you open. not know he was dead when his eyes were open? I knew, I, I, no, no. Oh, Steve and I both knew we were like, he's dead. You knew before he gotten killed that he was dead when 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 they open they, the slide when they when she opens the slide and, and he's staring and he's like, off get, get out of here. his yeah. mouth isn't moving and there's enough the I camera not, is revealing no, I enough no their camera's revealing like just enough of his mouth and he's like get out of here and no, he, his mouth I is didn't. not moving so oh, we're like wow he's dead yeah, yeah like, steve and i, I both yeah, were like did, he's dead he already did. someone he's someone dead. killed him so you so you must have known there was two killers. Then. That's no, why I saw it. There was two killers. But, but my my initial thought was I don't know because the person in the black hoodie is trying to like break into the other side of the of the confessional. So I'm like, well, he's why is he breaking into the other side if he's he already he's been killed? killed? Yeah. So that's what made me say there can't be two killers. I think there's a in my mind. I didn't say yeah, that loud, also, I think there's a misinterpretation. So there's you- a Wait, the reason why I thought there was so two is so you thought that the person that shoved because you see him you so you thought that the person that shoved Christine aside Christine is a blonde mm-hmm. he shoves her aside rips open the door then goes back inside you thought there well, was two different people there no, at that point no. a so killer I and knew, a dead body I knew when but that's when you see his face. So he goes and tries to open the door to the middle where uh, he's supposed to be, right? Where uh, Quentin's supposed to be. When she goes in, he runs around to the back so he can hold yes. the ice pick and everything. Yes. After she talks to him and shuts the door, she walks out and sees the cloaked person. That's the cloaked too person fast who is to to get out of that room and be behind her already. So and you don't see either of their faces. So I assumed. There's two killers, but what ended up Wait, being... Wait, you don't see... When he's like, he's like, you figured it out, just shut up and get out of here? Yes. Is yes. He's that telling point, Christine... We knew... We knew... dead? Yes. We knew... We knew that... That that wasn't Quentin's voice and that Clinton was dead. We knew oh, at that point. Okay. Like Chase and I, I, I were like, not, he's dead. I did not he's put dead. that together. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We, we I did. Saw, we when did. I saw him rip open the door, I was like, okay, he's dealing with the door that he couldn't get. But then you see him back in the in the cubby. He had yes. his. He had his. I didn't register yeah. that the guy that ripped open the door was the killer because otherwise, that, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he went, um, yeah, absolutely. So. So I think right away we knew, and then Chase thought there, there's got to be two. I thought in that moment that, that there's something we're not seeing, or there's like we don't have all the pieces. Um, 
But I mean, ultimately there were two different killers. If you count, like we said, the count, the first one is manslaughter. I mean, it's still, she saw the dead body and left, um, accidental murder. But yeah, I think at that point it, uh, it's tough. It's tough to put together. Cause there's also, even though there's only six characters, how many are total go into that room? Three. Three of them. I didn't even. Dude, I didn't even think Four. he was dead until you see the scene of Lee dropping the stone on him. Or no, no, no. Until you see him hmm. fall face first out out of the after, door. Like, no, no. I didn't think he was even dead at that point because I'm like, well, he's the leader of this game. This must be a fake out. Like, right. Um, but yeah, no. I didn't suspect someone was holding his body up at all. Weird. Um, which is why I thought, which is why Chase and I both originally landed on Anthony. Yeah, we, like, yeah. Anthony. we originally thought like, it he's got to be the. Well, wait, I mean, so wouldn't you sorry, also sorry, assume? At that, at that. Did you know immediately that Lee wasn't the killer then? Well, technically, no. Really no. The only. Yeah. The only why? Why would she kill someone and then? The only information I could... Why would she talk to a dead body and then shove a candlestick through the door? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. What was your question? Did you know immediately that Lee wasn't the killer when she confesses? Yes, yes, Yes. sorry. Yes, 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 yeah, absolutely. We had X'd her out of our suspect list. So when she admits to killing him, you're like, well, it's not her? I assumed... assumed Yeah, we assumed... I assumed, I assumed she thought she did it. Yes. And then I was like, oh, okay. She must okay, see, she see I, 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 yeah. again, so, I was like, this is interesting for a murder mystery because I, I, yeah, I, I assumed like, she was somewhat telling the truth. I was like, there's still some missing piece here, but I don't know what it is, but the, I assumed. Absolutely. Like, I mean, in that moment, Dave, we just had different viewpoints, but I, I too thought there's, I just looked at it from a different perspective, but said, uh, there's still something missing here. I knew because, like during her confession, during her confession, like, uh, yeah, we were like, oh yeah, she probably like thought she killed him because we were just. Well, we it both, seemed. We also, both, I don't know. I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but like, I was keeping in mind runtime, and I was like, this isn't the end of the movie. There's still like a bit of movie left. No, no, no. That's absolutely why. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, I, I was like, there's was too like, there's much movie left. Movie. Yes, and like you said earlier, it's to uh, assume yeah. that it's wrapping up like this, but wrapping I just assume that there was an extra layer an extra that mur- we're not or figuring there was out. Gonna, I or, thought maybe there was going to be like another murder, like. And I, the only thing that I was positive of that I still wasn't sure was a a fuck up or purposeful was the alcoholic card. Well, the, I was like, they still haven't addressed that. I, st- I kept going on with that. And to be honest, I think, and both, I, I don't know if you got it, Steve. I thought, I remember when we were watching it, I was pretty confident you got that too. But the only person who kept drinking constantly was Lee. Like throughout every single thing, like every yeah, event, like a bottle she, in her hand, and it was she's like the, always the drinking. Constantly. I, I don't know. Everyone. So was I assumed. Drinking. I always assumed if there was he, still an alcoholic card, it was Lee, and I got confused on the hit and run constantly. I was positive that yeah, whatever the the hit and that's what I was saying earlier is I knew that Lee was the alcoholic. Like yeah. I didn't think that was, but I just didn't know why that mattered, like or why why those cards weren't what they said they were. And yeah. then, you know, at the end, I was like, oh, fuck, they just switched. There, just switched. there is no alcoholic card. There's only now the hit-and-run card. 
Um, But yeah, no, no, no. This movie thoroughly got me. Like I wasn't picking up on the dead body at all. Like, cause Um, I I really did think when we saw the scene of Lee killing someone, I was like, she apparently killed him. Uh, But I didn't think he was already dead. I had no idea that he was already dead when you see him get killed. Okay. 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 Um, uh, I don't, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, this movie kept me guessing the entire, the entire Same. way, all the, all the way I was, uh, there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of twists and turns. And I think that once you think you have it figured out, you don't, because then the entire last act, the entire last like 25, maybe 30 minutes of just like when it's basically just Philip and Tom, um, for that last bit, yeah. uh, is it's one. It, it, it's the same. I'm not, I can't. I can't use a movie. I can't use. I know. I, know. I got to be careful with what movie that I use here. Well, um, it's a movie. It gave, we're gonna no, cover. it's a movie. That's why I'm saying I can't use it because it's potentially a uh, spoiler. But uh, it gave me. It just. It has you guessing all the way to the very end, and you're like, I. It could be either one of these two, and are they just playing a game with each other right now? Because I got that vibe. Like one of the either Philip or Tom. I got the vibe in the end that like I, I, I at moments I thought it was maybe Philip. I was like, is Philip the is he the killer? And is he like just kind of trying to uh, to do a little cat and mouse here with Tom on the boat? Um, which the whole the whole thing feels very cat and mouse. I didn't think I don't know at the end I was like, no, Tom's definitely the dude. Um, I thought it was pretty obvious once uh, he talks to Alice and she says, "Call me when you have a, a second wife or something." I guess I guess when I'm trying, if you want to jump there, I guess I was. It was more, well, that's more before, of like, that's, is, is somebody gonna kill? Is somebody gonna kill somebody else here? Which uh, doesn't ultimately happen. Well, um, yeah. it's close though. He's choking it's, him out. It's. I think it's hilarious that they both just kind of like we're like, all right, I'm done. I don't want it. I, I do. I do like the scene where he, he just does this and he goes, "What?" and he goes, "I didn't have gloves." And then he just starts and, choking. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, so the so the ending is basically this like it's so basically they oh. like it's just showing again the shittiness of everyone. Like they figure it out, or Tom figures it out. Like quotes figures it out. You realize that Lee killed Clinton, which isn't true, obviously, but that that's the way it's set up. And then Lee kills herself. And then they're all like, okay, like we're like, we're like docked here for a while. We'll all go spend a night here, whatever. Like they're going to figure out this mystery. Like we have all the pieces. And then like everyone is just talking about their own selfish things. Like, like I kind of love that relationship stuff like career stuff like no one seems no one really slightly <laughs> phased by anything that just happened even but, the even the supposed suicide just doesn't yeah, exactly. really phase anybody but everyone's it, just like it, okay it well they're bothering car- philip because yeah. philip saw like two different things i guess the cigarette kept bothering him the cigarette i love the cigarette and, by the way i, I love the cigarette well the movie uses cigarettes twice i think really perfectly but the first time is when the mystery person is talking to Lee and shows them like, or no, 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 sorry. The mystery person is talking to Alice and he has a cigarette and yes, they, they like, cause I didn't know if it was Lee or Tom because I thought it could be either of them. Um, but they have a cigarette. So the, the next couple scenes are really smart 
But if you watch the next couple scenes, there's no two people smoking at once. It's always introduced one at a time. Like, so you yeah. see one person smoking and then they and then stop a, another person. And you're like, oh start. shit, you're yeah. like, that person is smoking a cigarette. They must be the, and then the next scene will show someone different smoking a cigarette. And you're like, oh shit. Like, so you're like slowly putting together who smoked cigarettes. And I, I love but, that. Um, uh, what, the Newport what thing. Yeah, they're like, uh, they're yes. Newports. They're like, there's tons of Newports everywhere. Yeah, what are you talking about? Everyone is smoking Newports. And she's like, Lee's like, I'm smoking a Newport right well, now. Well, right now. <laughs> but, but Clinton, Clinton didn't smoke. He didn't. And that's why they knew that the cigarette in the box didn't make sense. But, yeah. but here's the thing. This is why I like this. It was a red herring because the person who tells him he doesn't smoke is Tom, the person who yeah, actually dropped the cigarette. Yeah, but even it is not, it's still it still gives it away. It's not necessarily it doesn't it smoke does, still. It doesn't but smoke yeah. still. So it does still give him away. It does give it it like um, that's how Phil caught onto it in the first place, which is it's it's great. I love the I do love the use of of cigarettes in this movie. But um, getting getting back to like what I thought was brilliant about the ending is they talk about it for a while after the cigarette thing, and then Tom is like, "I just got an idea. I have to." Like, I'll be right back. And then, like, when he gets back, he's holding something behind his back. And Philip is like, I just have an idea, too. And, like, you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking Tom, at this point, I'm pretty positive it's Tom. So I'm thinking Tom has, like, a right. new brilliant, like, lie scheme that he has come up with. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> his, only, his only scheme was like, fuck, I need to strangle this guy, and there's nothing to strangle him with. And then he just has a flashback of yeah, just the three puppets. puppets. And he's like, oh, I could strangle him. I need him with, with puppets. I like I that, that that's his idea, though. Like, like he, <laughs> You're kind of like, oh, what's Tom's brilliant idea that he's come up with? And all it is is I remember yeah. he had puppets. It's an two two sock puppets. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, sitting, like, I think like Philip is down. a bigger man than yeah. Tom, so it's kind of brave to be like, all I needed was <laughs> yeah. the gloves, and I can strangle him to death. I just love the the, the, the quick zoom, the, the snap yeah. zoom to his face. It's a legendary image, and it really is image. a perfect ending of like, in my mind. So Tom starts to strangle Philip. And he's just about killed him. And then Christine and one of the deck crew walks in. And so they stop. And basically, like, Philip is just like, all right, I'm picking up my buttons. And he, like, explains it that, like, they just had a disagreement about the Sheila story. Uh, the script that they're go- coming up with. And he's like, but I think we've figured it out. I'm leaving now. And in my mind, Philip isn't going to do anything. Yeah, no, well, no. The thing- I feel like they just, they, they decided they should make a movie off of it. They're like, yeah, you know, I, I, I genuinely think he's like, we are making a movie, a right? Movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're he's like, dude, I, I wasn't even going to, like, I was accusing you, but I wasn't going to, like, do anything about it. You started strangling me. <laughs> I yes. just... Exactly yeah. how I read it. Like, like I'm dude, just, I was, I was, yeah. I'm, I'm going on my merry know. way now. Well, uh, I just wanted to figure. I just wanted to be right. All right. Yes. Right. So, but, yeah. but guys, they, he was kind of caught already because Christine overheard everything because everything. of the whole yes. Yes, she does. bugging. Yes. But and Christine, Christine, she doesn't is, care. She just no, doesn't no, care. No, no, she's using his mind, blackmail. She's like, not no. smart enough to put together that 
Because once they came up with the excuse of like we were coming up with the story, everything Christine heard is in relation to the story, story. not real life. Well, which, that was how I read it. But I like that, I like that's if that's the case, then it shows that Tom can't kill him because Christine would know it was Tom, no, that, and yeah, she so would know the whole like, story. I don't think she knows she's playing it, but she's playing it like blackmail, and yes. she doesn't even know, know it. it. Yes. She's oh. like, She's like, she's like, I heard everything. <laughs> uh, we we like, tried to turn on the radio, but yeah. we only heard is you guys yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. about like cigarettes. So, she's not, shit. she's not being like. I don't think she, in that moment she is. I think she's being very ditzy. She's like, I don't like. She did so, hear. Everything, wait, you think but, she is legitimately saying I know the truth? I, I mean, if, if you're going on your dark I think either version way, no, of no. Hollywood possibly but if you're not then no i think she's being i a think dutz. no i think she's being a straight up dutz but she's unknowingly she has blackmail on him she's yes. blackmailing him unknowingly she knows the and truth and he realizes that he realizes that's what that. i can, think i think you can the see look the look is, on his face he's or he's like oh as like you know like i've just because i think i just I, won that's pretty that's much the what it intercom was. that they keep yes. pushing that's why Oh, what he keeps talking about. No, like, yes. I thought that was to see if anybody was still on board. To like get like, I, that's I think like that's service. an intercom that he's pushed. And that's why when Tom is talking to him, he pushes it again. Yes. But oh, okay. It's a yeah, it's like a boat inter yeah. But I think uh, so. I'm not I'm not I'm not a hundred percent positive. But, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know boats in the seventies had buttons, so I don't know. Was it a I think yeah, I thought it's like it's possibly a, existed. <laughs> it's a fitting um uh, Hollywood ending and not like Hollywood like we know but like the real Hollywood dark. it's like something like yeah like a dark like this is a real Hollywood ending this yeah. is like what would happen to movie stars in, a, in real life like like I don't know you, you you we we have heard of stories of people like this um, just you know just scandalous or corrupt celebrities like people you thought you knew and then you're like oh they all have some dark secrets don't we all but um, I mean I've never I've never killed anybody by running them over or tried to strangle anybody with sock puppets, but um, I think OJ did that once with a sock puppet. We don't know. Put this sock puppet. The puppet would fit. The sock puppet doesn't fit. Yeah. I I I hope there's a there's a last to Sheila too, and that's a big, that's in the court case. To like, here's the sock puppets. Put them on. Let's see if they fit. I didn't have gloves. I didn't have gloves. Um. But no, I, I liked it. Uh, I liked that there's okay. not a uh, there's not the resolution that I guess like. First off, I don't even know what the resolution that I well, wanted so was. This, I was this... just on board for the ride. Like I, I I had no preconceived notion. Like once I found out who the killer was, who, who like or, like you said, like pretty much um, when he's on the boat, I know. But at that point, I think somebody's gonna die. I think that's how it's gonna end. That's what I mean with the cat and mouse. Is like I thought. One of them was going to kill each other. And I just love that I'm, that I was wrong. Like I was like, okay, I'm glad that I'm wrong. I'm glad that this is the ending that we got. It felt fitting. It felt original. Um, mm. Do you know what's, do you know what is kind of interesting though? It, this movie is kind of a mixture of all the movies we've seen thus far where you have like a murder mystery and it's like, it's Ross form that we know, which is the game, right? And then the murder and everything. But then at the end, the last final conversation, the two guys that are, like, battling one another, they both technically try to commit murder during this one game, which reminds us of Sleuth, which Oof. is exactly yeah. that, yes. of them playing games and seeing who was the smartest. 
Who would get away right. with it? It's a common theme. Yeah, for and sure. It's, it's I, uh, interesting I, that we I, I do that. think, yeah, like he's like, I just wanted to lay it down that I know. But that you I know, know what? I'm reading in, I don't know, this is just Wikipedia, but I'm reading the last bit of the plot. It is Parkman then tries to kill Dexter, but is stopped when Christine comes up to the yacht for a sexual rendezvous. Dexter then blackmails Parkin, Parkman, which I guess I wasn't fully picking up on, but this is right. what he's like explaining. In exchange for keeping the secret that Parkman yeah, killed Clinton, Parkman this- must finance Dexter's next film next with move. money. Yes. Yes. So like I I think I, I was just reading it as him being like, all right, I'm trying to get out of here and I'm explaining to Christine what happened. But he was right. outwardly saying like, hey, man, I'll keep it secret. But you we're have cool. To, yeah. yeah. We're and he's, cool, already, but- he's already admitted that he tried to and- kill someone. He's and also openly that, a pedophile. Yeah. Like there's I think the this reason is a dark ending. It's I the, would like to call it a who done it with a cast of characters that doesn't give a shit actually who done it. Like they're yes, like, yeah, hey, as really long cares. as I'm well, not I mean, next, like so yeah. it's okay. Like I was gonna say it's appropriate still that Christine is there because you need that third character so that he can't kill him and be just yeah. be like, yes, Well, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna fund that, I'll just kill you. So I just love the the triangle there um, yeah. at the end, but but yeah, it is it is a, a who done it where nobody cares who done it. Um, yes, it's that's no, I mean, hilarious. Like, I, mean, like, uh, I think so too. It's but all I was gonna say is also it's I, I wouldn't say it's rare that this happens where the because we've seen a couple and I'll mention a couple that are not in our list of ones we are gonna cover. That's fine. Uh, where the killer at the end does get Gets away away with, with it. it with is Gosford Park. Um, ah fuck, uh, dude. fuck you. So. Well, no, 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 no. I, I haven't. You don't. Uh, I mean, you haven't. You haven't. You, you haven't watched it. Have you not watched it? I Chase? told you I didn't get to fucking finish it. I didn't watch oh, it last yes. night. Oh yes, it was. Uh, yes, it's okay. Yeah, I it's forgot okay. that you said it that. It is what uh, it is. But well, you, in my, I am. So sorry, I read. Chase. It's okay. I was I, gonna watch it anyway. So I was gonna I say was, another one. Hold on. Murder okay. on the Orient Express. Yeah. Everyone kind of gets away with it. Okay. Yes. Also, also another one more that I'm gonna drop in there is. Is Death Trap? Yeah, kind of gets away with it as well. Gets away like with Mike, it. Michael yeah. Michael Caine like does get away with it. Uh, but no, 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 he I mean, wait. Uh, no. Way. Um, well, he uh, kind of does. The maid gets away with it. It's whoever is it. the person. It's who, who it, writes I think the it's play. the maid. Yes, yeah. that and so it's, yes, it's implied yes. that because both the of them are dead. Dead, and that she, and she yeah, got to write the play based off of which I guess it's kind of it's kind of like. She She's got away with mouse. it. Yeah, she's a second mouse. Uh, she got the yeah. cheese. Two yeah. mice. Two yeah. mice. She, she, two mice. She turned the uh, cream into butter. 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 And I was away. saying mouse. Um, but uh, what was it gonna say? I don't know. You're reading something. You're reading a list or something. Well, no. So I was reading a review, and I think this is interesting because this is absolutely how I approach, I think, murder mysteries. But someone was writing a review of The Last of Sheila and how they hadn't seen it in about 10 years and that they honestly didn't remember the endings. Now, I think doing a podcast on this will officially ruin this for me, but I do this myself. I I don't know if it's like self like uh, enjoyment preservation but it's like I literally wipe my brain clear. I think typically when I watch murder mysteries of who done it, like, um, 
watching Clue the other day, I couldn't remember like 75% of the endings. I remember like 25%. I was like, I know there was one where this person did it, but like, I couldn't remember a majority of the other endings. Um, what was it going to say? Uh, Gosford's Park. Like I could still watch it and I don't know who did it. Uh, one we're going to cover man. Manhattan murder mystery. Don't know who done it. Like I, I think my brain is really wow. successfully erases my memory so that I can enjoy it the next time around. Um, and I also think similar on that vein is my brain tries very little, like maybe I'm just a dumb dumb and I have a bad memory, but I also think I try like not hard at all while I'm watching a whodunit to figure out who done it because I assume too much in every circumstance. I'm like red herrings are too obvious, but sometimes the obvious choice is the obvious the choice. Obvious choice. Yeah. You're not gonna get murder. Like, and murder yeah, just play with you like that. Yeah, it's like scream. You're like Billy is the most obvious character, so it can't be Billy. And it, and they turn that on its head a little bit, like because save that, save that, save that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, has, yeah, has anybody not seen it? Yeah. No, I'm on. saying save. Um, I said save it for the episode. We okay. talk about stuff for the. Episode. I know. I know. I know. Obviously, but, um, everyone's seen Scream. But yeah, I really am not good at guessing, and I'm terrible at remembering unless it's one that I've watched several times. And also, Knives Out. It's like too actor driven to not remember the star that did the thing. Yeah. You know, like, um, not to say like Gosford park isn't like, but don't stop. Um, we're not watching Gosford park. Chasing. I know, but I still I'll have tell you to who did don't, it right don't. now. It was Ryan Felipe. That's the only actor. There's Helen Miram. Is it? I don't know. There's, there's, there's old there's stuffy there. British people. I feel like it's what, yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, you enjoyed that. It is a oh, slow, it is a slow burn murder mystery. It's a slow burn period piece. Unconventional oh. murder mystery, but anyway, uh, what I, I was going to say is something I noticed in this Maggie movie and just murder. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> I think he's going to look it up. <laughs> it's it a bunch of stuffy old <laughs> British people. Charles uh, Dance. That's a Robert Altman. Michael song, right? Gambin. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, there's a uh, six or seven seems to be the magical number. Um, other than a lot of them, are, not all of them, obviously. And then there were none. There's ten, but uh, uh, Clue, bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, the last is Sheila. We have six, six, six. There's this like, oh, the devil's number. But uh, <laughs> six seems to be uh, a magic number in murder mysteries so far, at least. Yes. yes. It, it, it seemed that way. I also just, I, again, I like the themes that we're like realizing, um, but. It's um, I I like the whole like murder mysteries are like designed to like gather people together and like just shit on their past or like you know what do you call it take all the skeletons out of the closet or whatever. Um, not all of them we're gonna cover does that, um, but uh, certainly bodies, bodies, bodies is like oh, a yeah. prime example of like we are just gonna like like destroy this person's reputation um 
in order to figure out who did what. It's a great modern day mur- murder. Modern. That is a modern day murder mystery. Yeah, and it's, uh, definitely and it's, like it's a Gen fun. Z murder mystery. Like it's yeah, perfectly. Uh, absolutely. I don't know. But um. Yeah, and yeah, I I love the ending and closing. I don't know. Do we feel like uh, do we feel like we've we've talk, spoken enough about the last of Sheila? I'm trying yeah. to think of yeah. things to keep pulling up from it, but like I mean, I, I didn't write any notes on it, so I really can't like think of uh, any. Do you know what I did particular. write? I do want to say because I I want to apologize to Steve because I I feel like I was very confused of what everyone had. At the oh end. yeah, the at the end, yeah. He I had it figured out, and then you questioned me so much that you made me feel like I was wrong and then I was like I think I am wrong yeah. but well, that's was, it before we recorded that, that, Chase was like well, some people yeah. had the cards they actually had and I was like no they didn't none of them had their actual cards like and I had to look back <laughs> so I, I found out so I, I have both lists written down now so I, yeah go I give us give us the list so yeah, I'll, let's hear it I'll say again even though I said in the beginning of the episode what they got in the game so Tom got alcohol the alcoholic Phil got the shoplifter, Alice got the homosexual, Lee got the ex-con, Christine got the little child molester, Anthony got the informant. However, in real life, Tom was the homosexual, Phil was the little child molester, Alice was the shoplifter, Lee was the alcoholic, Christine was the informant, and Anthony was the ex-con. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Boom, boom, a boom um uh i liked it uh so what's cool about the sorry dave what's cool about the cards interject uh also is just that uh this plays much like uh i should have brought this up earlier this plays much like a murder mystery party and the fact that when you get to a murder mystery party you're often given an envelope or a card which has a character uh that you have to be um and so that's I like that this is kind of rooted in Anthony Perkins murder mystery parties like this yeah. does play out exactly how a murder mystery party would go where mm. you know, all your all and, your guests are and if you parties. read about them he does incredibly elaborate things like this like they right. really so, would be like a rich rich person's uh right murder right what you party. right what you know right Dave yeah. this movie was this movie literally one of Anthony Perkins adventures like make well, there you some go of them, some this of is them based on are, a true story uh, like wow. they they claim uh, like i think Stephen Sondheim claims like they Raquel Welsh has a story about like how she's based on this uh like producer or or agent or something and um and I think Stephen Sondheim was like no <laughs> she's based on Raquel Welsh and her like short term ex husband she had one time like and like other people are based on real people and I really do think. I'm like whoever Philip was based on better like watch out. But that's um, also funny. Yeah, Chase was making the joke that at the part when they're all making the confessions, or like our Tom does, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I'm just saying, if I was a child molester, I'd pick up a card right away. Right away. away. Be like, yeah, yeah, I'm an ex-convict. I was the ex-convict. <laughs> yeah. I was the uh, ex-convict. Yeah, I, I, I would be like, yeah. definitely uh, like, yeah, I hit I'm, and run. I did I, a hit I, and I, run. I, 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 I yeah. So I like how Tom just goes up and goes, yeah. I was a homosexual. I was. I, I was one like, time. That is funny. I just thought, like, I I know the situation isn't funny, but I'm just saying that, like, if you were a child molester in that moment, yes. you'd want to be 
the first one to grab a card. Well, that's why this yeah. movie ultimately is so dark too, because the person that, that puts is. it together the, is the child molester. The child molester. And, <laughs> and the way he puts it together is he's like, why, do why does it say little, little child? <laughs> little like, child. Oh, that's I'm, a given. And it's like, I've never oh, been fuck, referred dude. to as like, that before. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to say that, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just that. don't get why it even needs to say little. Oh, child molesters are little child molesters. This is just it's how just... this is how he finds out that Clinton just always hated Phil. <laughs> that's, just, that's why. He has yeah, that, that's a little that's child. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then Tom's Tom's confession. We didn't mention that, but Tom's confession that he did sleep with with Clinton. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh, like whatever. Is, He's like yeah. no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. Whatever. Um, I do well, like it's so, interesting because yeah. like. Anthony is so defensive in that moment. In a well, movie, hold on. <laughs> in a movie that takes place, um, and I know everyone is seemingly nonchalant about everything, but this takes place many years before, like Clue, and I think Clue has like a a healthy injection of slight homophobia within it, yeah. um, within its tell. Like no one really thinks about like that in this way about a homosexual like other than like it could ruin your career or whatever like but none of the people involved they're like everyone's like okay like whatever like even his wife is like so what um but i i think that's like interesting and i think it's it's mainly due to uh two of the writers uh steven sondheim and anthony perkins were gay men they were uh anthony perkins had a very complicated history of that but I don't yeah. know. I think you think, I think there's hold on. This, you think there's homosexuality in because uh, I think Hollywood? it's like a no in uh, homophobia, homophobia and clue. Yeah, oh, a little bit. Uh, like, I think those are like jokes of the time because it's 1954. Oh, I thought that was more jo- of a joke, yeah, like on even, the even jokes of the time can be considered. I no, I get, I get what I, I, I guess. No, yeah, maybe. I okay, like so I get what you're taste. saying. It's written in the 80s, based in the 50s. So you're saying like it's just a were, joke on the time. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mean to. Say, I, didn't, I didn't. But um, it was an interesting. I think. I, I, I think. Really... Like we'll get into that. Or yeah, we we'll don't. I don't that, need yeah. to have a whole conversation about this. We can just get it out no. of the way. But there's a scene in Clue, like when like when they find out that. Um, Mr. Green is a homosexual. Like, yeah, Mr. White or Mrs. Mrs. White. No, no, uh, uh, Mr. Professor Professor Plum Plum gets up right away. He's like, gets up from the couch next. But they don't like. I feel like, yeah. And then they, uh, well, at the end, like the one of the endings, like I'm gonna go uh, home and have sex with my my wife is also supposed to be a play on like, oh. We thought this guy was gay the whole time. He's gonna go home and have sex with his wife, like, which. Yeah. But it was like he was undercover. It's like yeah, I, I get I it. And it's like an, I um, get it. I don't know. I never looked at it like that, but I understand what you're saying. It's it, it could be misinterpreted as a. Uh, as like I definitely think that movie has like some it, total misogynistic and. Oh yeah, things, ab- ab- but absolutely, like, absolutely. But I honestly do think, like, in terms of our entire history of hollywood that's like the least of my concerns i think a lot of i don't know that's you know, this I, clue talk but yeah, I, think yeah. that shit, I think that shit's kind of funny like not the homophobia or whatever but i think the last line like i'm gonna go home and have sex with my wife is an incredible funny last line but um but yeah i, 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 I but uh i i did not know that about um sondheim i knew that about perkins but not um 
not I think Stephen Sondheim was actually more open about it. Uh, like yeah, Anthony Perkins, Perkins had had you know wife a wife I think. Had, right, I had learned about that through and, a uh, Perkins um, documentary. But uh, yeah, they're both just fascinating characters, and they seem to have like this incredible kinship. Like apparently, they wrote most of this movie apart from each other. Like they would send each other stuff and then continue to write it. And oh, I don't cool. know. I think this movie is just really, really fascinating. Um, I, 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 I think it has complicated think, issues in it as well, which is just the more like, it, I don't know. Is that another common theme with murder mysteries though? Cause look at what we're going to be coming up on. Like even bodies, 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 like at our, as our, as our final one. And that's, uh, also, clue it's like the things clue. they suggest about Professor Plum, which Plum. I think turn out to not be true uh, if you by the endings. But um, I, yeah, we, well, okay. I, I we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. That's our next one. Yeah, we can't, we can't get into clue. clue. But uh, but no, uh, I think that there is a common theme here where there's despicable characters who have done despicable things, but that's exactly. Kind of, uh, and it's just like something, a lot of them are unforgivable. Like the guy that, one of our main characters of, and then there were none, murdered a village of people. And yeah, we're supposed true. to be on his side. We're supposed to be like, yes. this is our guy. This yeah, is our, that's we're true. for him. Well, wait, know? no, it's he's like, not the guy though. But I know he's not, but at that yes. moment, you don't know that. And you're still like, I like this guy. Even yeah. He murdered a village of people. Um, he's my guy. Um, but uh, yeah, he, I do think, but, I do think uh, shedding light on, Shitty people is like a theme in. Oh, definitely um, has to be yeah. right. And I think yeah. that it's also it's part of like part of the the pleasure is as of us as an audience is like when one of these guys bites it, you you don't mind that much. Yeah, okay, you don't like, feel bad. You're this, like, is a, right. this is this is a bodies like, bodies bodies point. I I I'm gonna bring up now just because you brought it up, but I'm like, have I finally reached like an older age where I can like view a younger generation in this form but i'm like is this like part of the appeal of slashers because like when i watch bad bad, like when i watch friday the 13th or even scream even i don't necessarily get this as much as i get it in scream but like when i watch friday the 13th the original or like any of the sequels or nightmare on elm street sometimes i'm like these are like the shittiest people and i don't mind seeing them die because they're obnoxious and like the movie is kind of like at at some point in slashers, you're like, well, I'm I'm coming here for Jason. I'm not coming here for this cast of annoying teens. Wannabes, yeah, right. But Scream the thing almost- is, is like maybe like is that like a generational thing? Like when you're in the generation, you don't find those kids as annoying as when you're out of that generation. Like, and I'm trying to think of what the best example Scream? for. Like, Scream well, would be mine because, like, I would it say wouldn't that, like, be though because you were a child when Scream came out. So, like, true, Scream true. Oh, yeah. oh, Four yeah, would be your best example right. of like right. the closest kids to your high school. Even though you and I were both out of high school by the time Scream Four came out, those are the closest kids to us. And I don't find Scream Four kids as obnoxious as I find like scream kids or bodies 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 kids like i was thoroughly annoyed by those kids uh, i was like these, oh yeah these, and i think you're supposed they to be. fucking suck and i didn't yeah. mind watching them 
you know, die, bite it one by one. Like, yeah, not that absolutely. I, not that I want anyone to die in life. No, in real, it's a no, movie. no, it's no, a movie. No, it's it's a movie. We all know it. It's you know, fiction, we don't need yeah. a, separating it from it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't. I don't um, it's not like I'm not and, and, see, and then uh, I'm like, is that this weird like slasher thing that I could never fully understand that I'm finally now getting is like part of the enjoyment of slashers is just watching the current generation of teens and trends be killed one by one. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it's a, it's part of escapism, you know, that's part of our of, of yeah. our. Of our, I mean, it's, it's it's the same joy we get out of seeing a man fly. You know, yeah. we're not really, we don't, not really gonna see that. Oh, we would actually well, we want would. to fly though. Yeah, hmm. it's a great line there, I guess. <laughs> but um, what do you? Uh, what do you? Go ahead. I feel like we talked about this movie longer than usual, have we, Chase? No, we're we're no. only hitting like an hour thirty right now. Okay, There's no. All right, so. that's good then. An hour thirty? Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, rankings, rankings, we can move and then do do that and move on quickly. I I would give it a five out of five for a movie and a murder mystery, Uh, to be honest. Um, I would also agree. I'm actually going to go as to far by saying something that might be a little hot take. I think this is my absolute favorite move, uh, murder mystery I've ever seen. Movie. <laughs> no, no, not movie. Not movie. <laughs> no, murder um, mystery. I, I, dude, I was thinking about it. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It was different. It was kind of its own unique story, but still have the same, like, tropes. tropes. It was like, yes, I, I it totally agree. It didn't feel like it was a remake of something or trying to be the exact same thing. But at the same time, it also, it, it is the smartest as well. They show you everything, but they you mm. don't have the context. Mm. You can't piece it all together until finally. Mm. And just like yeah. that evidence that we talked about, Steve, where it's like we noticed like the alcoholic and they never brought that back up. Or like they show everything and they try to make mm. play as like what did what did I say earlier? They try to play as fair as possible. And out of the murder mysteries that we've seen this month, or at least I've seen all month. This is the one that is as truthfully fair as possible. And I love it. I love it. All right. You mean like in presenting the facts of the audience fair? Yeah. I, there's an example, and I'm not – it's next week. It's with Clue. Yeah. Clue does not really play that fair, to be honest. Well, I, I, yes. I think there's that's a whole argument to And be that's what was going to be next week. I yeah, was going to yeah, bring yeah, that yeah. up for next there's, week. But, like, there's, like uh, – I'll next week when Clue, we talk about Clue next week. Clue is a I'll separate entity, it. by yes. the way. Now that it's it's kind of its own thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, my dad is like, is it even a murder mystery? I'm like, it's the most murder mystery. mystery but of, yeah. it, it it just breaks the rules in certain ways. Yeah. But, Which I don't yeah. I don't think is a bad thing. But um, I don't think uh, we'll talk about that next. Yeah, week. we'll talk about that next. Uh, week. But yeah, what is I your, give it a yeah. Me? Oh, okay, so um. Murder mystery five out of five. Um, regular movie five out of five. Um, all time murder mysteries. Uh, to top my tops, tops three, four. It's top four. three or four. Yeah. Okay. What's tough for me is that these are the four that are going to be probably. There's three. Sorry, before the last issue, there's three that are submitted that are hard to beat, and it's and then there were none. Clue and Knives Out, and those three are hard to beat for me. Those three, I feel like, are like. That's the holy trinity of murder mysteries. It's like, and then there were none clue knives out. Like mm-hmm. that's like the perfect murder mystery combo. Um, and then this one is like, I don't know. Does it make it a square? I, it, <laughs> I feels like it. Uh, so it's hard. It's, it's definitely, 
It's also it's so different from what we're like, what we have tried to define earlier this month, but it also fits in yes. somehow. Like right. there's a confined space aspect of it, but it's also like not globe trotting, but they're going over different locations. Other we're getting, yeah. we're um, getting the cast spread out. Like it's not like a, it's not a locked room mystery either. They're not all like, you know, like, Closed. There is a locked room aspect is, at the end when, well, it, which is kind of the the juiciest part of the movie. I would. It's when like it's like all right, let's get our cards down onto who did what on the table. That's the most. I think the most exciting part of the movie. Like I think so too. Absolutely. I would. I would um, even argue there is but, two well, locked rooms. I'm sorry, but go on, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna finish with that. I am not in any way because like this is my favorite new murder mystery that I hadn't seen before. That's over bodies, bodies, bodies. That's over. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other murder mystery I've watched just recently, but um, it's definitely the the best one I've seen in re- recent memory uh, that I hadn't already previously seen. So, uh, high kudos to Dave for watching it and uh, recommending it because uh, yeah, definitely is. And like, this is such a weird subgenre. I guess in movies that I would define as murder mystery that I've seen, or it's probably like in the the 30s, maybe like 35, 30, 30 max, because that's like. There's not a lot in this subgenre, or at least the one and like to the be in the top five. Yeah. This is definitely in the top five, and I don't. I think more people need, if they're a fan of what we're doing right now, need to watch this movie. If you absolutely, it, which I yeah. trust a lot of people haven't. Um, this much more than like Sleuth. Sleuth was kind of our curveball that like was weird, but this one f- truly fits like what we're going for. Um, it has and it's it has, very creative with it. It has very weird creative. shit going against it in terms of like some movies are just forgotten the time unless you're like a huge film connoisseur, you're like a murder mystery historian. Like there isn't like a particular A A list star in this movie that would bring it through the times. Right. The director who we didn't even mention isn't like someone that's like hugely known like he has an uh, his name is herbert ross like he has movies under his belt uh that the woody allen movie play it again sam um mm-hmm. the goodbye girl steel magnolias like but it's not i haven't seen any of those movies like i it's just even though i know the stars in this movie it has two incredibly famous writers uh it's not it's not like begging for like recognition in like what stands the test of time yeah which i think is unfortunate that's why it's great when like someone like ryan johnson makes an incredible murder mystery he's including this stuff into his list you know like i think that's important um but yeah it's i don't think i don't know being someone fairly okayly versed in movies throughout time, this hasn't popped up a lot in my radar. No, 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 it hasn't. And I told you the only what I remember and it makes probably, it feel even more special though. But absolutely, uh, that's why I'm glad we added this in and that we're we're just kind of loose with this mini series we're doing with like how many we are unsure of a number for a while, and we just I liked it. We just threw this in here. It, it landed perfectly with the year. Now we've covered two from the '70s and one from the '70s. I think. Look, because Agatha Christie kind of dominated the '70s with like murder mysteries. So, as far as that subgenre goes, yeah, there was was a domination. But yeah, so it's nice to get uh, two that weren't Agatha Christie, uh, which was what we because she's got like obviously she's a queen, she's the godmother of murder mysteries. Obviously, there's like 15 titles we could have done by Agatha Christie, but that would you know I'm glad we're we're getting a good spread. Um, 
Yeah, uh, it's it's great. It was great. I'm uh, actually really glad we're getting a good. I I thought it was gonna be like everything was gonna kind of be similar until you like, did say you were gonna you thought it was gonna that. be the same. Yeah, uh, but I feel like the first well, we kind of that's what we wanted to do. We're like it has to be in the house and murders and that. <laughs> yeah, like we were aiming towards every movie looking identical almost. But I'm but glad we, we have kind I'm of, glad we branched a bit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm excited now that we've seen this to watch clue because i feel like there is a little bit of inspiration Stuff. taken yeah. from this um, um and of course and then there were none um and you could even say a little bit of sleuth so there's like there uh clue is like the last three movies that we covered we aren't we are still on the yes. right track i yeah. feel like uh, I, I do feel good with you know where we're going i'm excited Oh, I got to use the bathroom real quick. If you oh. want to segue into yeah, random, I don't know, uh, uh, random news or whatever. Yeah, random. So random. The... Random. Yeah, random. There it goes. There's the button. Um, random. And my Start goal. Start us out, Chase. My goal this week is to not talk about HBO. So instead, we're going to talk about <laughs> HBO. And I read something, and I wanted to. I wanted to triple check if this was true. But I did see something about Halloween ends. Of course, me and my Halloween. Okay. And I know. I know. I, I told you I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna go see it with you. Well, but it's just ready. This is this is the I'm, news that I heard, and I'm gonna. I'm fact checking myself real quick for it. But I've heard a rumor that Halloween ends is now only gonna be on streaming. That's what the rumor I have heard, and I hope that is not the case. Uh, oh, where did you hear that? Uh, it was I was watching this guy who is trying to do all these movie updates. Uh, it's this it's a guy we watch sometimes for reviews, and it was talking about the HBO uh, debacle because uh, a show that was just canceled, which I was really excited for, was uh, the Batman uh, Caper Crusader. They yeah, I saw fully that. Just more. That. Just more disappointing uh, DC news. But which I was like, continue. come on, seriously. Which I. Which I have some crazy. Keep going. Sorry. Keep no, going. no, no. You're good. Uh, I do. But um, uh, from what I'm reading or what I'm trying to fact check real quick, it does look like uh, it is going to be only on Peacock. Dave, are you seeing this? Dave, uh, Chase just started. We went into random. His he, Chase is starting us out. He said that. Uh, oh, it will so- simultaneously. Never mind. So it will come out in theaters, but it is going to be on Peacock exactly the same date. Like oh, Halloween! Year. Halloween ends is being released simultaneously on Peacock and in theaters. I, Strange. if I'm Strange. not mistaken, did they do that? With kills? They did. But I read earlier, I read somewhere, someone said that. something that it was only going to be on streaming. But oh, okay. now looking that that is not the case, then it's not the case. But uh, sorry about that. If you didn't know. Is that the is that the only bit of news you, you, you've spoken I Well, so I also talked about yes. how uh, Batman uh, Kate Crusader was canceled. But that was just a oh, quick Oh, whoa, jeez. We talked about that. Uh, Last time, but not last. Like, yeah, it was when, when we were, I were yeah. speaking last. Um, I so it's canceled on HBO, and it's not canceled in general. I think they are shopping it around to. Oh, I I thought now. I read something that they said that they shelved it. Where yeah, it's like I, it's so I don't I, so I don't think it, like like Batgirl. Yeah, unless someone performs a heist or something presumably we will never see that movie 
ever. It's gonna be. There's a there's a funeral showing for it though for the uh, cast and crew. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, they're definitely. So, did you hear about me? that? No. no did sure. you guys hear about? No. So Batgirl is having a funeral screening um, for uh, everyone that worked on the film. They're having a private screening for the entire cast and crew before they lock it away. I'm wondering, like, could they not just release it for free on YouTube or something? Because I the think cons- they would. Well, it wouldn't be a tax write-off. Right I heard though. Yes, I they, heard they, though. Yeah, they get their that, money. Don't they get some of their money back if it doesn't get released ever? Yes, that's yes. the idea behind it. But it, I assume that meant if it's. If it's released on, I guess they could get profit from YouTube. But um, uh, like the idea behind it is that it can't be, they can't get anything for it. Like they can't get their tax, whatever, right off. If they release, if they release it on HBO Max, and then that bumps some revenue for it. Like, like so, they are basically they made the ultimate decision of like we'd rather get our tax write off than take any sort of financial risk because, which is just seems. Well, crazy to the me. question I like have is uh, the, money choice, but do you think they're doing this to kind of do? I know I don't want to talk about HBO that much because this is the third week that we've been talking or about Warner, or Warner Brothers. Warner, bro- but Warner Brothers. I, been aren't, they, us for aren't they doing this because years. they're going to do kind of like the Snyder Cut bullshit where they're like, oh, you want the movie that was never released and you want us to release no, it for more I don't think, money? I don't, I don't no, think no, so. they, they, no, by the way, Warner Brothers... they to do that if they... Warner Brothers they hated that decision. Okay. Warner Brothers was, did not... Warner Brothers folded on that, by the way. They didn't want yeah, to release they were just That was a... They were yeah, that like was, a campaign, and then like a year later, they're like, oh, God damn it, there was robots running some of this campaign? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, but I, I like that... I do, I do like what I've heard about the Flash's early test screening. Yes, and it's the that highest is, scoring since Nolan's The Dark Knight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So trilogy said the Dark Knight trilogy. So I don't know which one we're oh. talking about, but uh, either one's fine. Either one's fine. But Batman Begins was uh, mm, that, that was not as of, uh, yeah, not as well received as uh, Dark Knight was, or or uh, made it. Dark Knight made like twice as much money as Batman Begins. Batman Begins only made that two hundred, still made a lot of money. But yeah. uh, anyway. Uh, that's exciting news. Um, it also just is it's it's kind of a double edged sword because this what what happens if this movie's great? Ezra Miller's probably not gonna be the flash anymore. I wouldn't it's, imagine. It's I don't know. End. Um so, yeah, so uh, like oh that's great. We get this great product and then nothing's gonna come from it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's like all right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like they Maybe, like, without even, like, this is why Ezra Miller has gone, like, extra crazy is there's, like, a part in The Flash where they introduce, like, Timothy Shallow Flash. And he's just, like, oh, no. he's in the movie because they're doing, like, dimensional, like, multiverse shit, right? And everyone, the movie spe- ends with Ezra Miller dying and Timothy Chalamet, but they're not, like, trying to reveal that yet, so they're just like, it's okay, just let us release this, let us release the movie, it'll be okay at the end. It's Timothy uh, Chalamet. Uh, there was, there's, there's requests from DC, uh, you know, fans for Grant Gustin to be the, the next Flash because uh, from the That's, TV series. Since yeah. They've already done a crossover with Ezra Miller appearing in an episode of The Flash and it's The yeah, Flash yeah, yeah, so yeah. he can like jump dimensions or, or and like 
go from world the to world anywhere. The only thing I read so about like, that is like people are like, he's fine for a WB show, but is he a movie star? No. And I don't know. I've only watched one episode of The Flash ever, so I don't. I, I used I, to love I, The Flash. What's weird about him is that he also just like when you look at him, he looks like a TV star. Like he just like, I don't know what it is. Like he looks like the guy from Glee, which is who he is. And I don't like, I just, not that I don't like him. I just he like, he doesn't have that he cinematic flash. Look. I don't know. He just doesn't look like he fits in this DCEU. Like he doesn't, Ezra Miller, I guess has more of an edgy look to him. Which kind of fits? I don't know how to describe it. Well, most of just the doesn't most of the actors, like, I feel like they chose have like some sort of just gravitas about them. Yeah, like, yeah, like, and it's just you know. Grant, and that's I'm not trying to make a hit on Grant Gustin at all. Like I think he's he just doesn't look this part. I think he's like, a good actor. But not I think this he's flash. A good, he doesn't look like this flash. I think he he's only like a, a good TV actor, to be honest, because there's definitely I mean, kind I of like a difference. I know I'm saying I don't know. I I think that, I love you, Grant Gustin. I, I think he's a great. I mean, he, he'll never listen to this, but uh, I mean, who you knows? Do you think Ezra Miller will listen to this? Comes into I our house. Not. I hope not. Don't fight me. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fight you, Flash. Neither yeah, would I. Don't I. Fight me either. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I have to tell you guys. I have some more. I have some more. But um. Yeah, I don't know. There's more news. I, w- w- to not get totally off the Warner Brother news, like they they pushed back a lot of their movies this year. To the they old, did. It, they so this did. is the headline uh, that lights I the know, lights I camera Barcelona release. I don't Stop. know if this is a legit this is, headline because it seems the weirdest phrasing phrasing Frazier ever. <laughs> uh, is WB only has enough cash to release two films. The remainder of 2022. What? Is, well, I think that's like I think that's like, like it sounds like they're just fucking guys on the streets. Like, hey man, we only have like I, I got 40, man. I got 40. <laughs> I can read these up. Black Adam and don't worry, Carly. Like, what does that mean? Cash. Like, it's just such a weird phrasing. Like, is it because but, they they got rid of? Batgirl and it's like they have I to wait until tax shit is going on at Warner Brothers. <laughs> I, think I, so, I think something's going down. Um, yeah. They also just announced that they, I don't want to get his name wrong. Um, somebody has just been uh, promoted uh, at Warner Brothers to be like the Kevin Feige of DCEU and I don't remember his name, but he's I remember that. that the uh, uh, What is I his name? Know. It was like weeks ago though. Yeah, right? but isn't that, that, they that the guy yeah, who made the rules for why? Everything's been changing. Okay, so this is one thing I read about, and I guess we should get off of Warner Brothers, but this is one thing I read about the Cape Crusader uh, animated show was the idea is that HBO was just like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Like, Disney has got this Dan shit. Led. Netflix yeah. has got this shit. We're HB fucking O. What are we doing here, man? Like, yeah. let's get away from this kid shit. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure is a like part of the logic behind what they're doing. They're kind of like, I, this isn't what we do. Like, let's not be in the superhero business. Warner Brothers obviously is attached to that, of course. But HBO doesn't need to be promoting like. 18 different superhero shows now like that's not what they want to do anymore no no um, no i get i, I get I, that that makes I, that's sense not that's me. never yeah. been what look they were the world's first like 
they were kind of the world's first streaming Premium, site. Like, yeah, you did, like, to have HBO was like was like a, was a was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, to have and you, you were you were that. getting content that was like very like, very controlled original. by like yeah and, it was like we by are HBO. hbo we can say whatever we want we can we show home box we office want. yeah yeah you i, I i've always appreciated it my yeah. grandma i grew up on hbo like my grandma would would do the whole we got the hbo there's a good movie coming on tonight i gotta tape it and she'd tape it and she had like you know a shelf full of vhs tapes that so she taped off hbo but, but uh but yeah it was do you know what i find interesting great. though uh, if i'm not i think mis- they should stay that way if they i'm should, not mistaken should, didn't they're so- making the right move DC already had its own streaming service for like a year or two, right? And it just failed. Yes. Like yeah. barely it, anybody. It, I think it, it got absorbed by HBO, HBO correct? And that's why HBO yeah. started like just kind of like promoting its like superheroes yeah. constantly. I think they saw a boom in that. Like they're like, oh, like people want this. And they're in since like they have a Warner Brothers arrangement and everything yeah. like that becomes like part of their in-house shit. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know. But yeah, let's it's just test. It's like it just Warner Brothers. <laughs> I know. It just makes me think of the our, in closing of the Warner Brothers discussion. Uh it makes me think of what Christopher Nolan uh said where I went to sleep last night thinking I worked for the greatest studio in the world and I woke up this morning. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's streaming service. And now it's like it's like ever since that statement, I feel like it's just been like it was like the death of Harambe. Like we've just mm. been suffering a wrath uh, ever since Christopher Nolan left. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. D- DC's been falling apart since it began, but um, yeah, Warner Brothers now. Warner Brothers now is just well. Like, it's weird that they are Warner Brothers as a title in a studio has become like the scapegoat for any bad DC news. So like, I know, I know. Most it of just, most uh, of the issues they're dealing with is like the wrath of DC fanboys, which like. As a person that loves, like, DC shit, like, yeah, I don't love anything I see that Warner Brothers is doing, but that's not who they are as a studio, as in a, as, as a whole. Like, they're not no, just no. the home of Batman or whatever. No, yeah. they're not. Dude, yeah. there's Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is one of the great, like, if you look at the, like, the all-time movies they've released under their name, yeah. yeah they, and they're just—they're up against titans right now. But anyways, I know. I don't know. Is there any other uh, non-related? These, yeah. uh, non- this is still HBO, yeah. but they just oh. announced that season twelve of Curb is coming out. Uh, there's another like HBO related, but not HBO related thing I saw. I don't know what it is. Uh, Pinocchio, um, the new trailer for Robert Zemeckis's Pinocchio just came out with uh, Tom Hanks as a uh, Geppetto. Uh, yes, I saw that. Um, also, the Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, got its cast list, uh, and it's got a stellar cast. I do like their cast. Uh, you have like De- Dave Batista, you have uh, Edward Norton. Of course, you have uh, Daniel Craig re- returning as Benoit Blanc. Have you um, seen the Empire's new uh, 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 covers for him? That's coming out There's, this month. Uh, yeah, that the like special cover for it. Yeah, looks so awesome. they have yeah the, the knife the one, and the glass onion. It looks the so glass cool. knife and the glass onion. Yeah, and then then of course it's Daniel Craig looking through a broken window as well. Mm. Yeah, also, I, 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 I used I, to get uh, uh, Empire sent to my house, and they would always send the special edition covers. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, 
this isn't the case for this one. I like the special edition better, but every now and then, like I would see Empire post their two covers, and I'm like, oh, the normal one's cooler. Like I don't know, like because they always just like make it so like like toned down for the special edition one. Um, but uh, yeah. something that I saw uh, that I thought was cool was just that new uh, Hulu mini docu series, Welcome to Wrexham, um, with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McInerney. McInerney. Uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I sent uh, the trailer to Dave, but they essentially I, I bought... Didn't watch it, but yeah, they bought a, a football team, right? A, a football, football team, yeah, and it's... Um, I'm interested to see it, but it's kind of cool. The way soccer works in you know England is that... Or football works over there is that uh, your club can be, like, promoted or demoted from, um, from like, each league. They have, like, AAA, AA, kind of, like, minor leagues. You know what I mean? You can be demoted and promoted, which doesn't happen in, like, American sports. Yeah, for, it's nuts. Uh, it's cool. And based so that team that they – Yes, based on performance, yeah. like, win percentage, and then, like, if you win the, like, C League championship, then you get promoted into B League. If you lose the B League, like, if, you, if you're the worst team in B League, they send you down to C League. Wow. So That's it's like – so this team that they just bought is like, you know, C league, like bottom tier. Um, and they're hoping to like, to, to help the fan base out. I guess they both have like a soft spot for the particular club or whatever. So I think it's really cool what they're doing. Also, I guess this was the first time they met in person. They had become friends on the internet. They only knew each other through no Instagram and wow. like, uh, like Twitter. And I guess, I don't know, maybe through their wives, through Caitlin Olson and, uh, Blake lively. Um, but they had never met before. And then, um, they seem like yeah, really, uh, matching personalities. Yeah, absolutely. 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 But I think that's cool. I saw that. Uh, there was also, go ahead. I was yeah. just going to say just before we go away from it, uh, I don't know if we aren't, you already mentioned it. Maybe I was trying to read that other stuff, but uh glass onion, the knives out, it comes out the 23rd of December this year. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I, I apologize, boys. Um, uh, see how they run comes out this year too, which is that um, that like stage I, that stage who done it. Yeah, I would like to not necessarily. We would have to do it. I, I, I what this lined up <laughs> with was bodies, bodies, bodies. But like, we don't have to do. Uh, uh, see how they run. Even though I want to see that movie, so this very is just bad. gonna this is just gonna. Yeah. I like... wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> mind if we took a little break out of whatever we're doing yes. in December do to it. cover Knives Out too. Yeah. Uh, yes, just because yeah, we're absolutely. gonna cover Knives Out, and like I said, like if we if I think if we like um, Halloween ends, we might as well do it <laughs> since it's like it's. I feel like we're stuck to like franchises. No, we're not doing Halloween ends. I'm to, not doing it. No, I can't. No, if we There's really no way. like it, if we really like it, why not? <laughs> and I was gonna say, if let's uh, be honest, for, we're not, I'm gonna like it. You guys won't. For, I already know for it. For the for the rest of time, we're stuck with Spider-Man movies because we true. cover the entirety of Spider-Man. So. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention because he's one of my favorite actors of all times, and I don't know how I really feel about this news in general. I've heard about this show, but Joe Pesci is coming out of retirement for Pete Davidson's um, uh, autobiography. Like, well, curb your enthusiasm esque television show. So, like, he's right. playing himself or whatever. Uh, I don't know who Joe Pesci is playing in it. 
Um, Hopefully Joe Pesci just plays himself. Yeah. I just want to see Joe Pesci. What do you be Joe think? That, like, are they friends in real life or like? Maybe, uh, dude. Joe Pesci is a is a. You'd know more about him than I would, but he is a very interesting person. He's just seems like he very, actually does. Um, like, uh, not like a recluse, but he seems like he's very private. Like, doesn't yeah, like and to just keeps much to himself. Anything. Yeah. I'm surprised he's. Like it was a big deal to get him. Like Martin Scorsese had to beg him to be in The Irishman. But I wonder if Pete Davidson just like asked him once, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? Okay, 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 okay. Fully the weapon. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Just hearing about his onset behavior, though, I'd be scared of him to approach him. He doesn't seem like a very approachable person, Joe Pesci. Oh my god. Oh, it's been a few years. Maybe, maybe uh, he's in maybe retirement. Now. He's like, I need a job. I need to do something, or I'm going crazy. Maybe. I wonder if, if this, this show is going to be any good. Pete Davidson, someone I like, even though like when I was watching Bodies, 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 I was like, this person is the most obnoxious human being on earth. But I'm like, like he's playing a character, I guess, or like maybe he's being. I don't know, but I'm like, he's. I guess he's succeeding in getting me annoyed with him, like. Uh, right, absolutely. And yeah, Fantastic Four got a director. It's WandaVision's Matt Sh- Shackman. Who, who's done episodes of It's Always Sunny, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, all right. Uh, he's a fam- He's like a popular TV director. He's yeah, done a lot they, of TV episodes. So They, they like doing that. Um, and then also, like, did you, have you guys heard uh, what I still don't know what it's called? Is it like the Sphere or whatever? Uh, that Andor? Is yeah, not, yeah. Is nope. not using the uh, what is it called? The three sixty like like green screen everything. Oh, the you mean the uh like they did in dark the whole panel three no what they shit? Uh, yeah it's what it's what they've been doing in like Mandalorian yeah. it's what they've been doing for all the Star Wars shit yes. like they, yes. this is like old news now this is like a month ago they announced this but then they just announced recently that like Andor has no fan service and I'm just like yes. what are they gonna announce next they're gonna be like Andor is not even a Star Wars property like, <laughs> it's like there's Andors so- will have no yeah. blasters it's like I, I yeah <laughs> it's Andor like, will have- <laughs> they're trying to like disassociate with any negative Negativity that has come towards Star Wars recently that they're like, oh, like Boba Fett is just fan service and it just doesn't look right because it's only using those like 360. Uh, the fuck is it called? It's like the cube or something. But um, I know what you're talking about. Yes. But the- I just think it's funny that they're just trying to disassociate. But I'm excited for that in general, for them to not be trying to follow exactly all the trends that have been happening. But. I'm excited uh, for 1899, which it's supposed to come out this year. Let's hope yeah. it still fucking does. There's something to look forward to. I mean, you were asking about movies, but I know, but you know, still, that's definitely one of the things I'm looking forward to this year. All right, so many other randos. Uh, I I haven't no, heard about, any. Uh, no. uh, we can get like, into what we've been watching if you guys want. Yeah, I uh, I've been. I told Chase. I told uh, Dave this uh, uh, last last time we talked, Dave. But uh, I've been watching a lot of Val Kilmer movies. So I've been watching like uh, Real Genius, uh, The Saint. I just watched uh, Thunderheart, which was really good. Uh, I watched uh, 
yesterday because uh, Steve and I were going to watch this a, like a week or two ago, but then we never did, and I did. Um, I watched Blue Chips last night with Nick Nolte and Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you love that. Enjoyed like, it. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie for some reason. I I thought it was fun. I, Nick Nolte, for some reason, I kept thinking it was, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, God. You guys don't want to know his name. You do. No, I'm trying to think. Gary Busey. I, was, I kept thinking yes, he looked Steve, like Gary I was, Busey. I was about to say to you, I was like, I think if I thought about this long enough, I used to get two people confused. Like, and like I was when trying I was to think, really yeah. young, Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg, but I was like, Gary Busey and Nick Nolte kind of blended in my mind. In, um, in this movie, I kept thinking, like, this, this is, this is definitely not. Uh, God, I just said his name and I don't remember. Uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Thank Jesus Christ. But yeah, that movie Gary, was pretty good. Amazon Fire TV Stick. And That's then, what I remember. I always remember Gary Busey from those commercials. You remember those commercials? Yes. The only the movie, Amazon Fire TV Stick. I think the only movie I've seen with him is Ginger Dead Man, which was like. No, it's not. You've seen Point Break. Oh, and Point Break. I fucking you, thank you, you. Totally Gary forgot. Busey. Yeah. You've, you've seen. Probably, a, you've probably seen a lot of. Gary I probably Busey have, movies. but the only one I could remember was. Ginger Dead Man, but thank you for Point Break. But then, yeah, I've been watching some uh, some baseball movies as well. Been watching some uh, uh, Johnny Depp movies. Uh, I watched Finding Neverland the other day, which was good. Watched uh, Benny and June, which was also pretty decent. So yeah, that's that's. And I watched uh, the last uh, Sheila. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but uh, definitely recommend that movie. Uh, kind of like the a murder last mystery. Of Sheila. Not really, but you know. So yeah. Shay, what have you been watching? I'm sorry, I'm um, trying to pull up my list. Uh, I'm trying to think of when the last time. I guess I don't need to mention everything I've watched. Um, just the theater movies. I've been going to see, like, just, not trash, but just because I have been giving them, like, three-ish stars for everything I've seen. But I'm just watching, like, whatever I could watch just to use my AMC, like, weekly things. And I watch Fall, which was okay like it's exactly it's like i i would say it's like mid to low tier like one location movies um but it worked for me like i don't know i have a fucking decent fear of heights and uh like seeing it on the big screen and like i i it was stomach turning at some point it's like i just didn't really like the heights <laughs> like and it and it's one premise of this movie is about heights like um but it was it was okay uh and then i saw beast which was similarly just like thrilling like all the way through like it's just it's just a one premise thing that keeps you going throughout the entire thing uh i also watched three thousand years of longing so how was, was how was that um it was good i mean i'm a I'm a fairly big George Miller fan. I, I I think the the time I did the 366 like movies in a year, um, I watched every single George Miller movie, and so I became like I don't know dedicated to him. Like that, he's a guy I will follow as long as he's still alive now. Um, and he hasn't done a movie since Mad Max Fury Road, and in general, he doesn't direct that much anymore. Um, so it was nice to see George Miller again. It wasn't my favorite of his, but I liked it. Um, 
But uh, a movie I really like highly recommend, which was before I like requested you to rent um after Sheila, I was gonna like be like Steve, you should absolutely rent this because again, it's the only way I saw um that it was available is zero effect. It's another movie from that Who Done It list I was reading off last week. But mm-hmm. it's uh Bill Pullman and Ben Stiller. Um and it's basically like a modern Sherlock Holmes movie. Um, and it was awesome. Like, What is I, it called? Zero Effect? Yeah, it might be my favorite Bill Pullman performance. Um, does, he, does he make a, a great speech? Yeah, they, nothing to beat his Independence Day speech, but he is so fucking bizarre. Like, I, I saw a lot of letterbox reviews that was comparing him to... Uh, Daniel Plainview who's um, Daniel Day Lewis's character in uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was going that far gone, but he is so bizarre in this movie, and it's just like he fits like the weird like Sherlock Holmes mold. Um, it's weird because this movie like is a hundred percent like Sherlock and Watson vibes and everyone that like every review you'll read just watching it you'll like notice it yourself but there there's like no association actually to like you know like it doesn't give any credit to uh Arthur Conan Doyle or anything like um but it was weird really good it's a 90s gem like that I I think is not talked about enough um it's written and directed by Jake Kasdan who is uh, Lawrence Kasdan's son, who's like big Star Wars guy. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Zero effect. I've never even heard of it. It's a good stiller too. Like, um, stillers. I might watch it today. (laughs) Hey, if you guys, uh, you know, do you want me to wait? Do you work today, Steve? I do. Okay. We'll wait until tonight. That's what we'll do. All right. What else Um, you been watching? I finished uh, Breaking Bad. I just flew through it. I think I mentioned last week I just started Breaking Bad, but I flew through it again. Uh, God damn it. I want to say, because I did a whole podcast on it, that Dark is my favorite TV show ever, but Breaking Bad's my favorite TV show ever. Don't say (laughs) that. It's so good. It's just so easy. Like I was like, at first I didn't want to rewatch it, but I was like, "Eh, I'm finishing Better Call Saul. I really had the urge to watch El Camino and I was like, I want to watch all of Breaking Bad again. Like, which I, it's my most watched TV show at this point, like outside of like Seinfeld or whatever, like that. Yeah. I just like rewatch like endlessly. Constantly. It's my most, like it's the most like drama TV show that I've rewatched forever. But, um, I don't know. It's such a good show. It's so easy to watch. And also El Camino is great too. And then two more last recommendations is uh, The Thin Man and After the Thin Man. They're I both, saw – I I read those reviews yeah, on them. They're both uh, movies from that list as well, um, or After the Thin Man was on the list. And I think it's bullshit that list that I read last week mentions in its, like, little section about After the Thin Man. It's like, although this is the sequel in the series, like – 
movies weren't really in their rhythm like until they like I don't know got to like the late 30s or whatever and I just think that was a bullshit like review on it because the thin man itself the first in the series is wicked good um it's this the it's a series of movies about Nick and Nora Charles and Nick Charles was a detective who married into wealth and then stop being a detective. He's like a gumshoe, like a private investigator. Yeah. Um, and in the first movie, like they're still like newlyweds. They through acquaintances run into like a murder mystery and um, it's really good. It ends in, in a locked room murder mystery type, like with, every suspect in a room with him solving the crime, but the whole movie is not one location, but um, they're really good. Uh, I watch them on criterion. I think uh, if you guys still remember your full sale logins, I, I still think you can use um, canopy, which oh, I don't okay. know if you ever use it's a free streaming did, site. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. I, you, it, I use it to watch a few Kubricks actually. Yeah, if you have a library card or I still think even though like our most of our shit from Full Sail has expired, you can still use your login from Full Sail um, to log into Canopy. So it should be on Canopy, but uh, Thin Man series, they're great. Nick and Nora are like the greatest movie couple I've ever seen. Like they're just awesome together. Everyone in every single movie is just drinking copious amounts of booze. Like, oh my God. Nick the detective is constantly drunk. And it's like, these movies are from the 30s. And I just find it very interesting. Like, all the things they're not allowed to do. Like, this couple sleeps in separate beds on screen and everything. And, like, they'll use ways to work around, like, sexual innuendos or whatever. But as far as they're concerned, like, people can shoot each other and they can drink constantly. But, uh... It's, it's it's very funny, um, but there's six in the Thin Man series, and um, these two were really good. It was Jimmy Stewart's one of his earliest movies is after the Thin Man, um, and he's really, really yeah old Jimmy, yeah. good old Jimmy. I love Jimmy Stewart. What have you been well, watching? Um, I uh, I've gotten behind on my movies because uh, I uh, binged. Uh, the boys uh, I'm in uh, to season two episode four now uh fantastic show yeah it's really good um kind of mad though because uh it is it has gotten in the way of me watching movies uh, which I didn't want to do because Chase has already done that to me once this year did um, I tell you our... that I uh I have caught up I'm actually ahead of you in your movies yeah it's because of you that's why oh, no. um oh. uh but uh yeah, I love it. It's really good. Um, it's crazy to think that I could like something that's in the same vein as Watchmen more than Watchmen, but I think I do like The Boys more than not the story. The graphic novel is still one of my favorite graphic novels, and I think that dwarfs any comic books The Boys have come out with. But as far as like the show, comparative to the movie of The Watchmen or anything that's come off of The Watchmen, like the animated stuff i i think i like the boys more and i just hear a lot of people saying that i really do though the boys is just so it's good it's great it's uh i never even thought of that comparison and it's such an obvious great comparison yeah i feel like it's 
I don't know, a Peacemaker gives me the same vibe of just like the a dark, gritty take on superheroes existing in the world and one that uh, is, I feel like the boys in Watchmen are, are the most believable that if superheroes really existed, who's to say they wouldn't be corrupt? Yeah. Because yeah, they probably would be. Yeah. yeah, they probably would be. And um, no, Watchmen did not quite capture it. I feel like the boys does. Like well, they the present them like the last of Sheila presents Hollywood. Like yeah. superheroes <laughs> are the stars. Like there's what yeah. you see on television of the stars, but then there's like the behind the scenes of stars. And it's just like, I, not all I was of them, just, you know, are good people. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. I'll just say that uh, even Chase almost spoiled this for me, by the way. But the, the, uh, the airline scene, uh, I think it's like episode four, but there's a jet scene with a lot of passengers involving Homelander and Maeve. And that has to be 10 of the, like, uh, that's a long scene. It's probably like seven minutes long of the most uncomfortable, most effed up television I've ever seen in my life. Like that part is horrible, but it's like so gripping and like scary and like real. I'm like, um, I love how they also debunk a lot of like superhero myths. Like when uh, there's a part where she, uh, someone asks Homelander, why can't, why can't you just go under a plane that's crashing and lift it up? And he's like, lift it up with what? He's like, I'm in the air. He's like, there's no ground underneath me. He's like, I'd blow through the hold. Um, and then there's another, <laughs> there's another, uh, there's another scene with like, uh, with the arrow guy in season two, uh, I forget his name, Raven something or no Eagle claw, whatever his name is. Uh, and uh, he's like, yeah, I was in, a, I was in, I was trying to stop some mass shooters, but you know, there's, there's only so many arrows you can hold in your quiv or your, uh, what's that called? Your, your, uh, quiver. quiver. Like, yeah. He's like, there's only so many arrows you can hold in your quiver. And, and let's be honest, what are arrows to, to machine guns? Um, and it's just like, <laughs> it's so real. I also just love this stuff with like, even though it's animals dying, Every time Deep tries to save an animal and it doesn't work, it's hilarious to me. Like the dolphin being projected through the windshield or the him trying to save the lobster. Um, it's all great. I love the show. It's got good comedy, but it also is balanced with like mm. heart. It also has heart. It has, it has real life moments that are scary. Uh, and yeah, it's just it makes it makes this world. I don't know this world that they've created. I love it. It's great. I hope Jeffrey Dean Morgan, by the way, was announced uh, to be a cast member in season four. Yeah, I'm excited um, about that. Love some so, Jeffrey Deans. Been watching that. Oh, and I, um, my continuing on my Steven Spielberg crusade, I uh, have started. I have not finished it. Uh, the Color Purple, and that is a hard watch. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, just the just the themes, obviously. Um, Great uh, performances by Danny Glover, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, but uh, what are you, are hard, you, did you rent it? Is that on something? It's on HBO. It's on HBO. Oh, uh, it, right. It's just a movie that I should have. I, I know Dave and I put it off for so long. Um, and I don't. When I say it's a hard watch, I don't mean that it's like boring. It's more just like uh, what the subject what the matter. main character. Yeah, the subject matter and what uh, C- uh, Cecile is going through um because it's it's basically a through her life so just the abuse uh, that Steve, we can't you hear like that totally you were you were like playing with your microphone whatever you just said yeah <laughs> sorry uh my 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 uh ear, earphone was falling out but uh yeah it's it's a journey of this character and Whoopi Goldberg obviously comes in i think like 
halfway through. But it's tough. It's tough to watch. And great movie, by the way. Great movie. Uh, obviously, if you haven't seen it, I feel like everybody should see it. Uh, it's a movie that I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen. Uh, it was up there with like Top Gun a couple of years ago. It was when we the discussion of uh, movies that we probably should have seen already that we haven't seen. This is definitely one of them. Like, it's a movie that I should have seen that I have. I swear, I didn't, I didn't think it was on anything because I, I burned through like all of the Spielbergs I haven't watched that were available to stream and then i was like i'll have to rent color purple always and bfg or my three left are you doing the letterbox 43 because a letterbox is 43 no, it's that. They, i'm saying that's the total titles they have for steven spielberg on letterbox but oh, it's like they include um, his no they include his like not. tv i'm not because no. jewel is technically a tv movie yeah not a, but Duel so, was the only movie that was released theatrically uh just not in America, but it was released in like Europe and stuff. Right. I don't think I'm going to watch. He has one other TV movie, but there's also like, I, I don't really feel like I need to watch Twilight Zone. Um, cause I don't do that with other directors. Like if there's a anthology movie out there that has multiple directors for an anthology of films, I don't, I don't know. I don't usually watch those. Like, um, I guess yeah, I feel that. Death, like an, death, like an, death proof is like one of my other like uh, I, I guess against that. That's like a full movie. Um, but Twilight Zone is like segments within a movie, or like you know whatever those other movies are, like VHS or I'm trying to think of the uh, multiple segment movies, like uh, uh, Buster Scrubs, the Buster the ballad of buster scrubs like no because that, that was or? all directed by the coens oh, okay. um i'm thinking of movies that are movies but they have segments in them directed by different directors um i don't know an example that's why i was trying vhs is like always the my go-to example but there's multiple movies like that and i can't think of more um than vhs but what else Four have you been watching like, four rooms. I don't count four rooms as a Quentin Tarantino. Like I don't need to watch that to complete. Right, right. I don't know. That's all I've been watching. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, uh, Electric Boogaloo uh, was an interesting documentary. I liked watching. I that. saw it. You watched the it. wild untold story of Canon Films. Uh, Canon Films uh, was notorious for making stars like uh, mostly action stars. Um, Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren. Those are the four most famous. And I bought this pack um, at Walmart, actually, which is just like a Canon Films pack, which is where we watched Over the Top from. It has 10 films in it. Um, has some Chuck Norris, has some Jean-Claude Van Damme, some Sylvester Stallone, some Dolph Lundgren. Um, but uh, one of the 10th the film in the box set was uh, Electric Boogaloo, which I've always heard about, and I'm... Uh, I guess I have a I have a soft spot for like eighty schlocky action films because my dad would always watch them on TV growing up. So like, kind of grew up on like Rambo and Predator and Commando and like Kickboxer and Bloodsport. Like I kind of grew up like enjoying those films um, as a kid. But yeah, the the documentary was really cool because I didn't know the story of Canon Films, and uh, that is a wild. Uh, I don't even know whether or not to call it a documentary. It's kind of like a. It is a documentary, but. 
I only watched uh, just, like what the first 10 15 minutes and then I went It's to really that, good. So. Uh it's a deep dive definitely and those guys were uh those guys were into some um pretty shady stuff uh, cuz they were adult filmmakers before they took over um and created Canon films. So so it's worth a watch if you're interested in that type of thing. Uh, but yeah. Um yeah. Oh, and, um did either of you guys watch a uh, House of Dragon by any chance? No. 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 That was did pretty you? good. Um I think uh you know, it's one of those like, God damn it, like as much as I'm just like sick of just people not making new things, like and then the House of Dragon comes out and I'm like, ah, well, I do like being back in the Game of Thrones world. Like it's like it, it feels like when I didn't give a shit about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies coming out, but then when I actually went and saw them, I'm like, it's nice to see Spider-Man again flying oh, I, around the city. I did I, hear I, that. It, <laughs> I heard that it did break uh, HBO, HBO because too many people were trying to watch it. And not for me. I watched it like as on, it aired. Yeah, I heard um, that uh, on there HBO Max. Certain regions crazy. in the United States, uh, HBO servers crashed. Yeah, it broke all sorts of records too, which is crazy. Because I'm like, how are more people more invested in this than they would have been like the finale or any of the other Game of Thrones that came before it? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's because despite season eight's reputation like they still continue still to grow like a, a following yeah so I, i'm guessing um, it's like it's because it is it, it's the targaryens right it's like the prequel to their story yeah i mean well it's like it's a story of targaryens there's george R. R. martin's a madman and he has written too like, much <laughs> thousands of years yeah. worth of history for yeah. like targaryens and Baratheons and Starks and all of that but uh yeah I'm interested in it my only like first thought immediately is that I thought uh like I find everyone more compelling and interesting and like like relatable than the Targaryens so like I don't know if these characters are gonna be as likable not that anyone in Game of Thrones is incredibly likable but obviously you like a lot of people but uh yeah, I don't know. And then um, also I, I've enjoyed She-Hulk too. I watched the first two episodes of that. And also uh, for something for years that I've been saying on this podcast that I've been dreading is Deadpool coming along and looking at the screen and breaking the fourth wall. And I'm like, well, fuck. Like She-Hulk She-Hulk has literally yeah. done that now. Um, and so I'm curious how this is going to unfold because I'm like – I don't hate it, uh, but also, like, her breaking the fourth wall is, like, commenting on the story that she's existing in. Whereas, like, Deadpool breaking the fourth wall is, like, commenting on, like... The character that he's The actors is. that are playing yeah. the characters. So it's, like, there's differences in, like, breaking the fourth wall. It's, like... I get, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a classic character that has always broken the fourth wall and uh, like Ferris Bueller is never like never turns to the fourth wall and he's like, Hey, by the way, I'm Matthew Broderick, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not that Deadpool has ever been like I'm Ryan Reynolds, but he'll like comment on like Josh Brolin being, you Thanos know, Thanos as well. and, yeah. yeah. 
And he but, does shoot. Um, he does shoot Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that is <laughs> true. So like, yeah. yeah. So there's a difference, but I'm like, okay, like, okay, 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 okay. I'm not as upset about it as I thought it'd be. Um, but that's yeah. good news. I heard there was a big. Uh, I heard there. I heard two things that I, I haven't seen the show yet, but I heard there's a big thing that happens at the end of episode two. Something big happens. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also heard that uh, this could be used as a vehicle to introduce a lot of new characters through the courtroom because it could be like, oh, we found this person was uh, they knew to develop powers and they were terrorizing, you know, a, uh, a local grocery store. And it's like a mutant or something. And yeah, like this could be how they, they introduce. They like, uh, OK, but I, don't know. That's I like, think it's that's interesting. Just, I'm just I, I like Hulk as a character. So I was excited to see him. I guess I can't talk about it much because you guys haven't seen it, but there's developments developments in episode two that now I'm like, yeah, is he still going to be in it? But all right, um, don't say but, that. Uh, not in the MCU oh, in okay. this television in, in the show. show. Got it, got it. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, interesting, and I also think it's like like really daringly be like, yeah, we dare you fuckers to ignore the incredible Hulk. Like <laughs> go back and watch the incredible Hulk. Uh, it seriously is like, it feels like so referential to the incredible. The, Hulk. Yeah. The movie well, it's that, about time. The, the MCU tries to ignore the most. Um, uh, and I think that they've done multiverse shit. They should just fuck around with the formula and be like, Edward Norton was in the Incredible Hulk as Bruce Banner, and we just live in a very, like, slightly different timeline where that's the only difference is Mark Ruffalo in this timeline. So the multiverse of madness actually started in movie two of the MCU. That's it. Yep. And all we need to do is just have one movie explain that. Yeah. Or just a moment in a movie. Yeah. You know? There was an inside joke, I'm pretty sure, already referencing. Um, I don't know. I think they say something like, you don't look like how I remembered you or something like that. Uh, in episode they'd, have to, they'd have to explain the uh, the sudden change in uh, War Machine as well. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. maybe uh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, maybe Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk took place in... <laughs> in a different dimension. <laughs> different dimension. <Yeah>. We're doing- <laughs> Iron Man 2 is actually the first MCU movie to take place in our MCU world. We never really met our real Tony Stark's origin story. We just. Yeah, we saw we just assumed. Terrence Howard's world's origin story. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. I like that thought. All right. Well, we, uh, we have a podcast, but we also have a. Instagram, you can check us out at Podcorn in a Movie. Uh, you can talk to us, leave messages, look at posters, all that fun stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. We always love listening to all these people who listen. Uh, th- yeah, thank you. We haven't we haven't thanked uh, Brady's mom in a while. So, uh, what what was her name? Is it Diana? De- Janet. Is it Janet? Hi, Janet. Yeah, How you doing? Janet. Hopefully, you're still listening. Um, Brady, if you're listening, hi. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, do you guys have any closing remarks? No, but we will be back with a new episode uh, next time with 
We're doing Clue? 1985. We're, we're doing Clue this time, right? We're do, we, we are doing Clue yeah. next. Unless we add something to see another a movie thing. that we feel compelled to put uh-huh. before Clue. Just watch. It's going to be like, so guys, uh, we're watching Clue, and next week it's zero. Uh, what is it? Zero effects? We actually each, yeah, <laughs> we each find a movie from every year of the 70s. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week with Clue, finally. Uh, next Clue. Time. Clue. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Sorry, next time. <laughs> All right. Well, bye, guys.